listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. All the girls standing in the line for the bathroom. All the girls standing in the line for the bathroom. All the girls standing in the All the girls standing in the All the girls standing in the line for the bathroom. Smoking blunts of skunk, making holes of punks, and underground funk come bumping out of my trunk. Live my life as a hustler, hot till I die. Meeting bitches, getting riches, miss me when I lie. Picture me living up my life as a buster? Or the pop out of shoot. Ah, fuck me! <laughs> I thought, well, we should redo it, because you were bad too. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't bad as you. <laughs> but you were bumpy. I'm trying to catch a cadence. I'm trying to, like, you know, I do, um, it's it's hard for me to do Down South Larry, so let's say J Electronica. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I, for the first time ever, we're going to do a retake. Oh, man. To, to oh, start man. off. Funny, oh. Mine was tight. I can't even front. Dwayne's just trying to put me under the bus, B. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let's leave all this in. This is funny. All right. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back in the house for an episode with a couple people that, if you guys listen to the podcast that I recommend and the ones that I listen to, yep, yep. you're probably already a little bit familiar with these two voices. Uh, if you listen to the Morning Jones, you might be familiar with these two voices. Yes. You know, if you're familiar with all the black people in Canada, this uh, is half of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Up, up to our here, Morgan, E. Campbell, Campbell, and Sasha. Yeah, Sasha and Morgan are here right now. We gotta make sure we keep two protected at all times in yes, case sir. something happens. But um, it's it's your boy Wall Street, Will Strickland. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So say what's up to everybody, man. What's going on? It's the entrepreneur Wall Street, Will Strickland, hanging out with Rod and Karen and the black guy that tips. You know how we do. No doubt, man. Uh, we really appreciate you being here, man. Uh, Take some for time. Us, man. No doubt. Uh, and, of course, Dwayne Sweets 
Watts. And every time I say that now, I want to say Brooklyn's own Wayne Sweets Watson. Nah, more like more like T Dot's own Wayne Sweets Watson, aka Dulce, one third of All Balls Don't Bounce crew. Um, a much better rapper than others would have you believe. <laughs> what? No, 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 that shit sounded sad, son. <laughs> and since they're in North Carolina, it sounded like you know what it sounds like. If you listen to Little Brother, shout out to Little Brother, Fonte, Big Pooh, Ninth Wonder. I don't care if they're together or not. Um, what's the song? The Listening. That's how we sounded on the listening. Just now at the end of it, he's like, "Dog, your shit sounded bad too." <laughs> Yo, right? I, I need to ask you guys, Karen too. Yo, are, are du- which one of us is Dwayne Wade and which one of us is LeBron James since they broke up the big three and they had us doing our interview with y'all together? Who, who's LeBron, me or Dwayne? Well, I guess, let's see. It obviously makes Morgan Chris Bosh since he's not here because Dwayne oh. Wade and LeBron do all their interviews together. Uh-oh. That's my That's point. True. That's so- my point. <laughs> I'm just asking a question, B. I'm just asking a question. Shout right. out to Morgan P. Campbell and, and, and the P stands for parody because we all equals on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna say that uh, I'm gonna say that Wall Street is LeBron because he moved to go to Canada. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you know he's not okay. originally from Canada. all his talents. He took yeah, his talents to Canada. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And and plus sometimes at the end of the podcast he just feels like getting out of there. And he don't always give his full effort at the end. He's just ready to go. <laughs> like first, the first three quarters of the podcast, he good to go. Oh, Wall Street is killing it. <laughs> Fourth quarter, he's like, "What are we talking about? We got ball. two minutes left." Yeah, he's like, "What is this? boxing? I'm out." See, I gotta regulate, dog. I gotta keep that in order. <laughs> and y'all need to understand with, with the podcast and my situation on the podcast. My, it's like my scouting report. It's always been like that. When I was in high school, you know, we went into the other team's locker room one time, and this has always stuck with me. And they said, you know, like number forty-five, he's a hard rebounder, can't really shoot from beyond ten feet, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm looking at all my teammates and their numbers and what they have next to him. And next to mine, it said number twenty-four. He will finish. I am the finisher, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking. Uh, you, you, you asked me to guess, and then of course, it's all good. <laughs> sweets. Watch. I, I have to say, is Dwayne Wade, man. I mean, is, isn't he married? He's the only one that's married. Oh, there you go. You no, know, Dwayne Wade was married at one time. He was married at one time. He was married at one time. So that's he, close. He, you know what? And when you say sweets, it maybe make it sound like somebody uncle or something. You know, you have had you had an uncle just come in out of nowhere. You know what I said, Uncle Sweets? <laughs> sweet. I don't know. For me, sweet sounds like a pimp name or some shit. Oh uh, yeah, peeping, peeping, sweets. No, that's Sweet Daddy Williams from uh, Good Times. You're like, ooh, JJ, you in trouble. <laughs> or, or, or Sweet Daddy Siki. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't beat me, Sweet. Don't beat me. <laughs> you got Sweet's money. Like, Dwayne should refer to himself in third person all the yeah. time. Like, um, But, yeah, so uh, basically, guys, you guys should already be on this. But you can go to allballsdon'tbounce.com. Or you can go to the pot, go to potomatic.com and search for all balls don't bounce. Um, it's a really intelligent podcast, really well done. Um, and uh, I, I talked to Adjective J about this last night because people have been using vocabulations out of context. Vocabulations means you use big words that have nothing, nothing to, to do, do with what you're talking what about. What the hell you're talking about? They're not vocabulations. They actually have, uh, you know, they use big words. It's fifteen dollar words. Yeah, we 15, do. Yeah, y'all use. 
Y'all use some pretty good words, man. I'm putting... <laughs> Fair in context. We talking about the people that yeah. going out there just to have something to say. If a word, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. If a big word is used in the proper context, then it's not intimidating because you can use context clues to figure out what it is that they're talking about. Yeah. But if it's just Michael Eric Dyson comparing Obama to uh, the rapper Nas, it, maybe that shit doesn't make sense all the time. That's no. all I'm saying. But, um... <clears throat> Basically, man, you guys listen to them. They have a very intelligent podcast. Um, three brothers, three of the four in Canada, all together. Um, <laughs> doing all types of stuff, man. They really go behind the scenes and talk about a lot of different things in sports. Uh, you guys are getting into uh, film, too, right? Yeah. Well, we're, we're, go ahead, Dwayne. Yeah, we just, you know, I'm um, doing some film projects, just presenting some films and documentaries that really speak to, um, you know, what I've also bounced about in terms of just looking beyond, you know, the, the jock stories and, and the stories, wherever the ball might bounce, as we say. Now, um, the last one you guys presented was Out? Is that the name of the story? Yep, the Glenn Burke story about the first openly gay uh, baseball player in Major League history. But as it would turn out, I guess the first openly gay uh, professional athlete in North American history. Um, in team sports. I guess in team sports. Uh, um, cause, you know, we talked about figure skating and, and, uh, 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 what was the other one? Figures, I knew figures in diving with Greg Venus and stuff like that. So. What about Arthur Ashe in tennis? Was he before or after, um, after this? Well, I didn't know he was gay, was he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't know he was gay, to tell you the truth. And, oh. and I'm, I'm a big Arthur Ashe fan, but I guess I never really thought about his sexuality like that. I just thought about like the things that he gave back to his community and what he stood for more than anything. Well, I would necessarily call Arthur Ashe the first openly gay athlete. Though. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, never mind. The, the difference with the story, though, is that because, um, you know, in individual sports like tennis or diving or or figure skating it's you know an individual but in team sports there's like a lot of you know talking about locker rooms you're talking about camaraderie we're talking about testosterone and that's what's a little different where you know if Arthur Ashe comes in he's gay it's like okay he's cool because he does his own thing but when you're playing with a bunch of dudes when you know being gay or called a fag backed up in locker rooms is like you know assault, assaulting your manhood it's a totally different dynamic which is why this story is a little more significant Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's my bad. I, Arthur Ashe was not gay. I just googled that Damn. shit. Damn. So, but he did though. So he. No, he was. No, he died from AIDS because of a blood transfusion. Yeah, but he'll never that's know. Bad. I'm just saying, he did, so he'll never know. I said that. <laughs> so everybody, everybody out there in Twitter world, calm, calm down. down. Yeah, calm down. Um, but but yeah, um, it's, I thought that. But I listened to that episode, man. And I thought that was interesting. And then the next episode, you guys talked about an altercation. You guys kind of got into with the. Uh, I, I don't even know if they were a couple, but they were two lesbians together at this uh, at, at the premiere of this movie. Um, talk about that a little bit. <laughs> well, you take that. that. That was your discussion. Hey, you know what? I, I, it, I'm not even really going to give them too much burn right now. I'm just going to say it like this. You know, for all the people that complained about what was being done, what did they do? And how did they step up? You know, I'm sure there was ample opportunity for other people to come up, especially during Pride or during the Inside Out Film Festival. And they had that about a month before. Um, for someone else to step up and air out or, or know something about it or do the research. It wasn't like, you know, we're walking around and we're part of the, the gay and lesbian community and we're like, oh my God, we know about this story. We want to air it. No, we don't. Dwayne gets credit for all, a lot of that legwork, man, and, and going out and finding the kinds of film 
uh, films that will um, spark conversation and real dialogue around some serious, serious uh, things going on in our society, man. And um, utilizing sport as a backdrop to have these conversations. And we spoke to these women, um, and we had done a lot of our due diligence in calling um, different um, gay and lesbian transgender uh, organizations, uh, rights organizations, I should say, and, and support groups and things of this nature to ensure that we were um, not saying the wrong things or that we were as educated as we could possibly be before the screening. And before I even said anything about choice or preference or whatever the word was the lady took umbrance with, you know, I prefaced this. I said, we are not here to insult. We are here in the spirit of dialogue and understanding. Um, so if we say something that is not, you know, the way it should be said and that we've taken the time to, to speak to these people to, to know more about how we can present what we're presenting as three heterosexual males uh, standing here and presenting this thing, um, let us know. And this lady was shaking her head the whole time like, nope, 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 nope. I'm like, damn, you came to fight? <laughs> like, word? Like, we're, you know, we're being all politically correct and everything but they came with an agenda and that's cool like at the very least i thought we handled it like professionals i thought that our man the dh doug harris handled it like a professional you know it had gotten to the point where we were uh, basically belaboring the point we were arguing the same point to some degree um doug was explaining how he used instead of talking about you know someone be gay he wanted to make sure he could get the most out of the people that he was interviewing so he utilized sexual preference right and just by saying that, and he was using it as a tactic, not, you know, a tag on Glenn. Right. And, you know, it was like they felt like it was disrespectful. And I didn't see it. And I didn't I never said choice that I said, you know, I don't want to use the word choice. It's not a choice because we've been educated that the term doesn't indicate choice. Right. It indicates uh, or that, that when, you know, this is inherent in people. And they just come to their understanding and their realization at whatever point in their lives that they can. So, you know, even even with that, she was still ready to fight. So eh, it was a no win. But you know what? It was good because there were people in the audience that were like, you know what? She doesn't want to hear what you guys are saying. We think it was a great um, screening. Thank you guys for having the foresight and, and the into you know and, and the intuition and the, the you know the the drive to bring something like this to Toronto. And I think it speaks to. Um, what we do as an organization, what we do as a collective is, you know, we're not the kumbaya, we are the world, let's hold hands, dudes. We're not trying to be that. We're not trying to save the world. But we just want to tell stories that aren't being told. We want to be able to tell them in a way that uh, um, we see them from our perception. A lot of people say, is, you know, our, our perception is, is so left and so race based. I said, dude, we're black. <laughs> right. <laughs> we, yeah, we deal with race every day. Yeah, and really, it's like it's a podcast, it's a film stuff, but it's kind of like you know, our tagline is kind of like you know, it's not a mentality, it's not a movement, it's a mentality, and that's what it is. It's not, it's not just limited to one thing, you know. So yeah, well, that's the thing, man. Also, uh, you know, a lot of times being so PC can harbor good discussion a lot of times, just as much as it can foster good discussion. So uh, you know, that's a good example there of. You know, somebody being so uptight, where you really there was no good way to discuss that with them. And there was no that was gonna leave. Them. That was gonna let everyone leave happy. Like every somebody was gonna leave mad because it was just it's like I, now I can't even talk. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's like what 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 was that word? Did you say the the motherfucker? Okay, that's it. Let's go. 
So, um, anyway, man, if, if, if you guys don't know by now, but you should probably know, I mean, how else did you get here? This is the Blackout Test Podcast, and you can find us a whole bunch of ways. Yep, on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, and Stitcher Radio. That's right. You can find us, uh, when you go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We read all our five-star reviews. Five stars only, bitches. Live on Saturday mornings. Um, of course, on Facebook, join our group. We're getting up there, like, over 2,100 people now. Woo-hoo! Um yeah. Uh, of course, on Stitcher Radio, favorite us and all that good stuff. And you can actually uh, subscribe to the podcast on Podomatic. Um, and I'm not sure what that does. I guess you might get an email or something when we put a, no- a new episode out. No, um, what happens is that uh, whenever you go back in, your uh, Stitcher app will have, uh, like, the however many you have it to tell you when a new episode come out and how long it came out. And it holds up, the it goes back up to four old episodes. Oh, yeah, you're talking oh, about wait, Stitcher. Hold, I'm talking hold, about Podomatic. Oh. Hold the hell up. Yo, I, I get mine by Carrier Pigeon. What the hell? <laughs> somebody, somebody let me in on a secret. <laughs> um, you can also go to the blackouttips.com and when you go there, you can do a bunch of stuff like join our forums, read our blog posts. Uh, you can donate to the show, of course. You can vote on the polls. You can vote on the polls, and the polls are always, uh, well, they're not always uh, close because sometimes people just agree with me no matter what I put. But um, they, you know, they always foster good discussion because you can leave comments there. Yes, um, also, you can call the show. Yes. Leave us voicemail seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Leave us a voicemail. Once again, respond to those on Saturdays. Yes, and we do have uh, recurring donations. I think didn't somebody ask about a different kind of donation? You said you're gonna ask them about. Yeah, I gotta figure that out. Like no once out, of, they want to do like quarterly donations or yes. something. I don't know. I gotta figure that out. Any way they can give me money, you know, we'll take it. The AC, uh, <laughs> what did he call it? A uh, motor blower, blower motor. That shit didn't. It wasn't free, son. Um, <laughs> the official weapon of the show is the taser, and the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. Um, and we gotta basically save some shows that we were on. We gotta plug those, right? Yes. Because we we work hard. It's I not just the, it's not just Sunday. Wednesday or no Sunday Thursday Saturday it's not just yeah. that for us we record all other times yeah we're on other people's shows yeah. Su- Sa- Sunday you were on the Insanity Check podcast yes right? with Chris and Jax the rapper we had a blast and then I was also Wednesday I was on um, Where's My 40 Acres with me and Larian yeah okay and uh, I was on the Negro Majority with Adjective J we talked about a bunch of stuff um, and I was on the single simulcast doing, uh, which is, which is hosted by Rashani. Mm-hmm. If you guys follow him on Twitter. And, uh, I was doing skits, so I did some voice acting. I'm glad uh, you had fun. I was supposed to do it too, y'all, but I'm sorry. I was napping. I was beat yesterday. <laughs> Zuba class whooped my ass. I was like, baby, I can't make it. <laughs> All hell the nap queen. Yeah. Um, and of course, the podcast is sponsored. Woo! Which is the best kind. Yeah. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Production. They are holding a special audition for their new comedy feature film, Dirt Cheap Therapy. And they're filming where? In Charlotte, Karen. Our home city. Yes. Starting on August the 1st. I'm off on that day. Woohoo! And if you think you're good at improv and you live near Charlotte, email us, shadowdogproductions at gmail.com. For more information, you can also hit us up on Twitter at shadowdogprod. And uh, they're also giving away a free minute and a half long audio play and uh i'm gonna post the link for it on our web website and uh you know for people that are aspiring actors and 
you know what not they're trying to uh give you guys some work mm-hmm. and what's better than work in this economy karen nothing you y'all sound like the headleys from in living color with all the damn podcast y'all going on me they got 13 job months <laughs> <laughs> that's like a media store me 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 work eight jobs me clean me cook me do everything yeah you gotta <laughs> gotta keep it up man you gotta work hard man it's the only way to separate yourself and uh give people good yeah. products and whatnot um, you know, I'm sure that y'all didn't just stop. And I get, I bet the last film y'all show won't be out. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, we. De- oh, definitely not. No, definitely we, we got we got some other things. Exactly. Play, y'all, so y'all, y'all definitely keep on your grind. So we got to keep up with y'all. Yo, All sure. right. Yeah. Morgan would definitely be calling you out on that um uh, <laughs> Jamaican impression you just did, though. I know it was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mom was bad too. <laughs> hey, but Morgan's not here, man. Let's all exactly. just making impressions. Yes, let's, get all, let's all mess with Morgan. He'll get furious because he can't even hear this right now. I know, and I have a question for y'all. How did y'all meet Morgan P? They're the only yeah. black people in Canada, in Canada Karen. Oh, there's an app on iPhone that you get as soon as you get to Canada. You got problems. Wow. <laughs> but, but then, you know what? How did they find Sasha? Remember Sasha? Sasha ain't down with that. He just got a Twitter account. I was so tempted to crown Sasha, but I'll pass on that one. No, no, on no. the fake Jordans? On the fake Jordans? Oh, yeah. man. No, I, I don't clown Sasha, man, because Sasha, he, he seems kind of serious. So, Sa- Sasha looked us in the face and told us that wearing fake Jordans is cool. Yeah, oh, that's right. You guys were there. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to walk, I had to walk away from him, B. Like, it's a violation of the highest order. You serious. You could have seen my face in my cubicle, dog. I would look shocked. Oh, yeah, but I've never heard that before. Oh, and then he was wearing a fake Lacoste shirt. He's like, oh, yeah, this is fake, too. <laughs> Dude, that shit wasn't even an alligator or a crocodile. That shit was like a toad, B. Like, I don't know what that was. <laughs> like a a fucking Gila monster, me. <laughs> man, I just, man, all it did was make me envious of Canada because I was like, you can get away with that up there. Like, there's so many things I got clowned about in high school that would like, and it was like, I was trying to do good. So it's like, I would go to Jay Riggins instead of like uh, Tommy Hill figure, and they would be like, Jay Riggins, nigga, that's bullshit. I'm like, dog, this is a $5 difference. <laughs> like, like my shirt was thirty dollars. Your shirt was thirty five. Man, how you just gonna clown me on the bus like this, man? I, I wish I was in Canada, man. But um, all right, man. go ahead. Good question, Karen. Though um, I actually met Morgan through Will, but being that there's only a few uh, black journalists up here, I didn't know who it was before I met him. But Will was actually the glue that brought us all together. Will, just like yeah. my team player. But you know, I'm trying to make the assist, right? You know. And, <laughs> hey, Will, you played basketball. You played basketball in, in, in college, and um, did you ever? You played semi-pro. You played, yeah, I played professionally. I played professionally for a little bit. Now, how come you, you don't really like bring up too many war stories on the um show, man? How come? Uh, I mean, it's more about those experiences around it. Plus, I wrote a script. Um, that the NBA is a production partner on, but since they're locked out, I'm not even supposed. To, I don't think I'm supposed to talk about that either. Oh, okay. But, uh, I need to talk about it. I leave all the stories. I leave all the stories for halftime or for uh, my basketball career, my life in basketball, to that script. So um, you'll be hearing more about it once we we move forward with it. But I mean, it, there are there are stories around the basketball that are funnier than anything that ever happened on the court. Okay. And, and that's what we talk about the most. But I definitely. 
blessed and fortunate to have an opportunity to uh, have utilized basketball as a, as a conduit to a lot of different things um, outside of the obvious, uh, you know, things that it offers. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, cash and whatnot. Right, right. I, I was laughing about the whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I got, <laughs> I got it. I got it. I know how basketball goes. I got cousin in the NBA and stuff. Um, Who's your cousin? Anthony Morrow for the Nets. Anthony Morrow? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. oh, okay. yeah, you can shoot that thing. Um, Alright, man, so I have random thoughts and shit. We okay. need to get into them. Um, before, before you get into it, yeah. you know you guys got me watching Death Note now, right? Oh, oh it's so it's good, great. isn't it? Yes. Yo, Death Note is dope. Well, Death Note is dope. It is. It's I don't excellent. even know what that is. What the, what network is that? Book for the show. It um it's anime. Um I think it's on Netflix streaming right now. If I'm oh, not mistaken. Is? Um but if, if it's not, man, you can probably like rent it from Netflix or whatever. Oh yeah, you know? it's one of the best animes out there. But it's uh it's basically a guy named Light who finds a uh book, a notebook that where you can actually write. The details of how someone dies, die. when they die, what they do. what actions they yeah they have before they die, and um, it just grows from there, man. I don't want to ruin it, but mm-hmm. he basically just decides like I'm gonna get rid of crime in my area, and the, it just gets on from there because yes, it's very you know, very good. People are trying to fi- stop him, you know. He's trying to make sure he's killing as many criminals as possible, so. Really? So he's like a cartoon Dexter, like. <laughs> yeah, if, De- if Dexter didn't have to get his hands dirty. All right, we'll see. Yeah, I want to, you know, send me the link on that. I- I'll get into it because yeah. I'm in the good television, and I've noticed that you and Corey Erdman watch terrible television too. Right, oh, yeah, well, that's how yeah. I know the good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, you, I don't think you got to watch the bad to know the good. If it's good, you know it right away. Well, Not all I, the time. Just take my word for it, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do what I do so you don't have to watch bad TV. Yeah. But, 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 you know what? Is there we no appreciate- Sorry, we'll go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say that we appreciate the the TV Jay-Z right here. Uh, <laughs> he, he's doing it so we don't have to go through it. And it is definitely appreciated. And and I respect it. So keep doing what you do, TV Jay-Z. <laughs> I got hey, to drop the best of both worlds every once in a while before I can do a blueprint. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, but yeah, check it out, man. Especially, uh, uh, I don't know how far you're into it, but once... It gets rolling and it becomes a mental chess match. Yes. Oh my God. I've never been so engrossed by writing. Literally, a dude writing on a notebook. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, shit. Yes. I said, oh, nigga, you dead. (laughs) 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 Yes, I would get excited. And uh, for those of you out there that don't know, which they don't have it, but they actually had it where uh, they had like a live version that uh, played in theaters. Yeah, we saw both the live action movies. Yes. Um, all so, right. yeah, Karen, yeah. Karen, you be screaming, uh, screaming at the screen. Sometimes I do. If you know, Roger glass at me because he tells me that they can't hear me, and I go, well, I know this fake fictional character cannot hear me, but I'm just trying to motivate them not to do nothing dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's self motivation. Um, I'm there with you. Somebody needs to put that in a movie one time. Like, if you come out with like a hood. You know, type like one of those scary movies back yeah. in the day. Uh, the the parodies of the actual real scary movies. Like, yes. Um, they should do that one time. They should just have the character look up. Like, what? Don't go in there. 
and just turn around and walk away. <laughs> yes, I, I would be great for that because there's been a lot of times we've been in the movie theater. Roger looked at me, would look at me like, "What the hell, Karen? We are in here with all these white folks, <laughs> and you're talking to the screen." <laughs> no doubt. Um, all right, man. So it, I've been doing this since uh, Monday. I'm a vegetarian. That's why I don't eat meat from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, and the thing is, you know, I talk about it a little bit on Twitter. I bring it up, you know, just to give people a status update. But let me tell you something, man. Don't share any diet changes with people because they turn into advice rapists, man. <laughs> I, I didn't ask for your fucking advice. I was sharing with the world just, hey, you know, going strong, four days. And then, like, every, it's like, uh, you know, I want to, it's like if you said tomorrow I want to run uh, two laps and then I told you you got to run three. Like, they immediately start adding all this extra advice, man. And I think people should be ashamed of themselves because I've been thinking about it. And what I believe is really happening is that people who go on diets are lonely. And they want to, like, have company in whatever it is that they're doing so that they'll have support. So even if that means kicking you off or whatever the fuck you're doing for whatever reason you're doing, fuck that, son. You need to come get on this bacon and low-carb shit with me. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Rod, Rod are, is, is a vegetarian different from a, a day vegan? Yeah, way different, man. I can eat cheese and eggs. I don't... Okay. I, I, I haven't really though since it started, which is kind of funny. But he just he just eliminated meat. Yeah, I just don't do meat, man. Which by uh, by proxy ends up making my diet a lot healthier during the day um, because you know that pretty much rules out most fast food. Yeah. Um. You know, a, a, a ton of just you know shitty meals. I normally end up eating like a salad, eating fruit at my desk, things like that. That you know are are pretty light, but um. I can definitely feel the difference, especially since I stopped drinking soda like about, I guess it's been about two weeks now. Mm-hmm. So um, I can feel like slight differences as far as uh, just overall feeling better. Like, I don't know. But once it hits six, you start getting your, your, your carnivore on? No, and that's the weird part because I thought I would be like, Hush, looking at the clock like Pookie in fucking New Jack uh, City. Like, <laughs> six o'clock, man, six o'clock. But, um, it be calling me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but normally what happens is I end up going to like 8 o'clock or so, maybe 9 before I even eat again. Um, and normally it's something reasonable. Like uh, I think last uh, I had t- like a wheat and wheat pasta with turkey meatballs the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can't remember what I had last night. Like, but uh, but but I just or uh, one time I did I did have a spicy chicken sandwich though. That was oh god. That was delicious, but, but that was but that was at like like eight thirty though. Like it wasn't like yeah. six o'clock. Where's the fucking meat? You know, kicking. Like, so I don't know. I, it's it's not as bad as I thought it would would be. And um, I think I'm gonna keep going on it. Um, you know what you end I, up realizing when you take certain things like sugars. Um, you monitor your sodium intake. Um, your portion sizes because that's really what it is it's not about like necessarily eliminating anything unless you choose not to eat meat because i like meat me too man I, and i hate animals but it, and yeah we know the tasty animal theory mm-hmm. yeah. so with right. that yeah no doubt always it's just for for me and 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 i can say you know once i blew up my achilles that that i blew up a lot because I couldn't move around like I wanted to mm-hmm. but now I'm starting to get like some of that range of motion back I've been losing weight 
Um, and then, you know, summertime is always good because you run around with the kids or whatever. But I've noticed like stuff that, you know, before, like I would be sitting watching a movie. And I eat a whole box of milk duds or a whole box of hot tamales. Mm-hmm. Right. Now I eat a handful and I'm straight. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting a sugary drink, I'm going to go ahead and drink the water. Or I'm making sure that I drink more water. Or if I have a sugary drink, I go, all right, I'm have, I had a sugary drink yesterday. I'm not going to drink one for three days, right? And I'm not eat, drinking like the... And the great thing about coming back to the United States is when a motherfucker says small in the United States, that's a 42-ounce drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. We believe it's in our country. Yeah, I'm that like, is true. You know, I'm like, God damn, dog. It, this come with the Happy Meal? Man, when I go to like a Chipotle where we get like a burrito or even Cadoba or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yeah, man, um, can you just put a little bit of sour cream, a little bit of cheese? I don't think there's a difference between oh, regular, a little bit, or a lot. Like it's the same amount. And, like yeah, I really look at them like, why? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's the only choice. Can't get it. No, I just, I just use, you know what? I stopped getting like in my burritos. I stopped getting rice. I just get beans, meat. Vegetables and maybe some guacamole. Right. That's it. Yeah, right? that's how you gotta do, man. Because the quiet is kept. If you uh, yes. plus the quiet is kept. If you actually get all that shit, man, like your the calories in like one burrito is like twelve hundred to sixteen hundred calories. Good um, God. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, the other thing about being vegetarian that I'm really enjoying is being really self righteous. From the hours of 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Like, I'm like half a PETA member. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, the other day I was getting gas, man. And I saw an advertisement for potato chips. And I actually took a picture of it before I drove off. But it was a bag of potato chips, right? Mm -hmm. But on the outside were two hot wings. That was the picture. Two hot wings. And the flavor was molten hot wings. And, you know, so obviously you took, if I, if you handed me this bag, I would expect to open it up and find wings. Yes. What, what chips don't have the chips on the bag? Yes. You know, we're not even advertising what the fuck is in the bag. <laughs> no, but, um, the, the best part of it was the logo for the advertisement was punch your mouth in its face. What? Oh. Punch your mouth in its face? I didn't know your mouth had a face. <laughs> That's what punch, punch your mouth in the face, and I'm like, who who are y'all marketing to? Is there like a bunch of hungry sadomasochists out there? Like, it's, like it's, it's like I'm 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 looking at these hot wings, and I'm looking at oh, you know what? This is not punishing enough. I need to punch my mouth in this fucking face. Is that is that like some Inception shit? Like a dream within a dream, a mouse within a face? Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, that's not hot enough. If I ain't punching my mouth in the face, it ain't hot enough. Yeah. Well, um, like, how does how does that shit work? I'm yeah. trying to look at it like, punch my mouth in the face. <laughs> Who is that? That's that Rios. Who is this? I I, I, don't, I don't know what the company was. I, I would have to look at the picture again, yep. man. I posted on oh, Twitter. You don't want to say who it is because you don't want to offend no sponsors. Right, yeah, that's true. Got to think big over here, man. But um, I was thinking also, like, what other, you know, products could we use that type of slogan for? Like, uh, I've been hearing a lot of bad things about Big Sean, his his album, Finally Famous. Mm-hmm. So what if you had, like, Big Sean, Finally Famous, burn a cross in the yard of your eardrums? Because <laughs> it just, it's just as offensive to that, you know, that part of the body. Wow. Or uh, axe deodorant. Mm-hmm. You have uh, punch your armpits in the balls. That's a good one. I like that one. 
I like that one because I like to punch a dude in the armpit. That's a lot of real estate up under the armpit and in the ribs. <laughs> so when you're in a fight, if you punch a motherfucker in the in the armpit, that hurts, B. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it works, but the armpits and the balls like the same, you know, same effect. Yeah, and the yeah. thing is, I wouldn't buy either one of these things, but it, it, the slogan's close to what they were selling. Uh, I had also let's see, Valvoline, sodomize your engine. <laughs> I like that one. That one can almost work though. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that, that's and there are people nice. out there that have sex with their vehicles, so you got or, or get your pistons pumping. It's all love. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the last one was uh, Trojan condoms. Kick your dick in the nose. <laughs> exactly, because that is actually what they're advertising when they say. Because I don't want to eat a chip that's gonna hurt my mouth. Put it that way. Punch your mouth in the face? Nah. Actually, I'm going to go with the chips that make my mouth feel good. Oh, but you know what, though? It's like getting jerk chicken in Toronto sometimes, right? Like, some Jamaican people really know how to make jerk chicken, and it's about flavor, right? It's going to have some heat to it, but it's about flavor. Some cats just want to make it so hot that you can't eat it. Like, ain't the whole point is to eat the damn chicken, stupid? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you want spicy? Oh, I'll give you spicy. Why would you make it so hot that I can't eat it and I give it back to you and I get my money back? Did you? What did you accomplish, jerk ass? <laughs> Two things about that. One, I blame white people. I don't know why white people look at fucking hot wings as some type of endurance test, but that shit ain't cool. No. Um. But then two, I don't understand. I went to the gym one time. This 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 gym and they served hot wings there, right? At the gym. At the gym. At, at the gym. I'm not bullshitting. Wow. I, and so me and, me and my brother were at the gym because my mom was there. We weren't actually there for ourselves. We were kids. So we were waiting, you know, waiting for her to come out the gym. It's taking forever. I'm like, hey man, I got a couple dollars. You want to order some wings? Like, yeah, man, let's order wings. We didn't, it didn't cross our minds. Like, why would they have wings at the gym? Right. So we ordered the wings. They're so hot, you can't eat them. So that's why they had the wings at the gym. Nobody's eating that shit. Like, they made- but you paid for them shits. Yeah, we definitely paid, man. We got paid. You play. mean they had a kitchen at the gym? Yes. And, and I, like, it, it was so hot, Sweets. <laughs> I, like, my fingers burned. You know what I mean? Damn. Like, my fingers were hot. Like, that's how hot it was. they even sell them shits? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's like you go to the wing spots and they got suicide death wings. Like, why would you want to try them? Yes. Yo, when they when they pull out the Scotch bonnet peppers, like I can't even be in the room, dude. Like that shit fucks my whole system. Yeah. But I went to a gym once, and they actually do cook at the gym, and they encourage you to eat the food. But it's shit like that you wouldn't want to eat. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's no, I'm dead serious. It's like, yeah, we want to along with your workout today uh, as we get you prepared to 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 go into a vigorous day of work. We want you to have, you know, a hot cup of steam with a long straw and a big bowl of nothing. And they ask you to order two. Mm. You know what I mean? And then shit is retarded because there's nothing to it. Right? Mm. Yeah, a lot of it. I went to a gym like that. That's why I'm fat now because I would leave the gym and go and eat. (laughs) (laughs) And what y'all talk about hot and spicy. I was watching what was the Food Network and they was talking about like some of the spiciest foods in the world. Yeah. And they have places here in America where people like conjugate and show like their food and how hot it is. And they actually had like peppers and things that they would serve people in wings that they would actually make them sign release forms. Before they ate it, damn. Saying if something happened to you, we are not responsible. 
And some people were eating it. The shit was so hot. They were lifting me ass out and didn't wake up and be like, whoa, that was hot. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> wow. Karen, wait, I gotta, I gotta clear something up. Did you just I, say they, did they just conjugate? I know you said The motherfuckers conjugated a verb or they conjugated chicken. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm quick to make up words, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even made up. It's a word. No, but it was vocabulations. Vocabulations. Okay. There we go. Um, so I, I was on Twitter the other day, man, and I was thinking about how. Wait, stop, right? Yeah. You was on Twitter the other day. Motherfucker, yeah. you are yeah. the Twitter you are the Twitter master. Thank you. You, you on that bitch, B. Yeah, no doubt. I, 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 what I mean the other day is that this is when this happened. Like I'm just gonna okay. refer to it a bit. Uh I'm always on I'm like the Neo in the Matrix, you know what I mean? But um That's why when he took a nap the other day, I said breaking news at Rodimus Prime is taking a nap. I repeat, at Rodimus Prime is taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't believe it. Um but, like, I, I was thinking about, you know, because we've been talking about kids lately on the podcast and how, you know, nobody can stand them, um, especially unless they're your own. Yeah. Like, if I have an affiliation with the kid, cool. But these non-affiliated kids, no, not yeah. cool. But um, they, I was thinking, like, kids are spoiled, and I think I know why. I think it's because they don't have to work for porn anymore. Because when we were kids, it was like a rite of passage when you finally could get to the porn. Like, you had to do a lot of elaborate shit to get your hands on some pornography. It wasn't just... underneath the bed, in the closet. Yeah, it wasn't readily available to you on your phone or, you know, your laptop or, you know, even if you were on your parents' computer, you know, the 56K wasn't moving like that, man. Oh, no, it was not. You know, I remember looking at pictures and just, like, looking at, like, the eyes for five minutes. Like, come on, man, finish loading. So I... Wall Street and I were talking about this the other day because, you know, before the computers, when you get to the, the, pay, the super channel, the pay channels, when they were all scrambled and you'd be waiting, like, half an hour for that one second would go clear. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. Like, that, like, kids never have that thought anymore. Was that a nipple? <laughs> that, that's not a thought for them anymore. Like, they've, they've actually seen all their favorite celebrities naked. True. Yeah. And so... Yeah, and, and, and no, the best part about it too, right? It's almost like kids in video games today, right? When we were kids growing up, it was a punishment to be in the house. Yeah. For them, it's a punishment to go outside. So it's the kind of like the same thing they got. They think the world is so much greater on the inside. It's like you're looking at, at, at all of this shit and, and, and on the internet, and you can access whatever you want. Yeah. You don't go. You don't go out and discover nothing. Oh, why? Like, they, they can Google that shit. You want outside? Here's a picture, mama. Right. right. <laughs> let, me wiki, let me uh, wiki outside for you, mom. This is what's Sorry. going on. This is the history of outside. <laughs> <laughs> our our social media was playing on the streets with our friends. Word. Yep. Like, you, you, straight up, word is bond. My little nephews, I got to give a shout out to them. Uh, my man, Curious, Doodle Butt, um, Dominican Pete, and Devin, that dude. They don't even know how to blow bubbles outside, dog. Like, how the hell <laughs> do you not know how to blow bubbles? I'm dead serious. They're like, Uncle Will, um, it won't blow bubbles. I'm like, motherfucker, you got to wave it, and it blows the big bubbles. <laughs> Are you serious? Yo, did y'all not, what school, did y'all not go to child school to learn how to be a child? Child school. Like, 
Straight up. But come on, dog. Are y'all see they could not they didn't know how to blow a bubble. No. But these but my little three, four year old nephew can fuck you up and, and uh, um Mike Tyson knockout. Right. <laughs> little fingers can go dog. Like let's put it in check and you like, oh man, you don't wanna go outside and do something I can beat you in. Oh, they go out. Yo, they go outside, right? They be outside for like all the eight minutes. Be like, ooh, I'm tired. From what? <laughs> Sitting on the stoop? <laughs> just be like, yo, Uncle Will, um, can we, can we? And that's why I play Uno with them. And if y'all aren't aware, and it's not just an all balls don't bounce thing. It is a global thing. Headed up uh, from the world headquarters of Uno and Mexico City, Mexico, coincidentally uh, presided over by Juan Jose Suleiman, also the president for life of the WBC World Boxing Co- uh, Council. Um, I am the world champion of Uno. Right, of course, I've heard. No, 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 there, there, just a belt. There is photographic evidence. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, and I am the champion in any language. If you ask me, even in Spanish, you're so grand campeón del mundo de uno. You can do it like that. <laughs> right? And, and, and uh, I play that with them so that, one, it's a competitive thing. They don't really play sports because the motherfuckers don't go outside. Right. You know, they can play Madden, but they can't catch a football. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, yeah, That's just like, like you go play outside, and they just like, all right, I'll take my Game Boy outside, mom. Yeah, right. Let me get my DS and sit on the stool. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, that's like that's like my little brother who don't like tomatoes, but eat a bottle of ketchup in a second. That's the yeah. same shit, dude. Like, get out and learn how to catch a football before you start playing it on a video game. But don't feel bad. I would eat avocados, but I hate guacamole. Word. Yeah, so, that's weird. Well, no, not not really. To a degree, a, tom- a tomato was closer to ketchup than guacamole is to avocado. Because a, a whole bunch of other shit that goes in. Well, I guess the same thing with ketchup too. Damn. <laughs> now, now maybe she's just weird and you're still right well yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah man i just remember those days man when porn was a struggle but it was a rite of passage because once you got old enough and you can have it on your own it's like i'm a man now you know what i mean like i remember dudes like having like magazines like one dude getting a magazine was a oh, huge yeah. deal for everybody yeah, yeah. you shared that with the block yeah, yeah, but if it came back with sticky pages, it was a wrap. It's a wrap, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. You got to, like, find one your dad threw away or some shit. Yeah, but what's the what's the point? Like, I, I never understood the whole sticky pages thing. Like, all right, it's already bad enough money to just spanking a monkey. Right. Um, looking at somebody else do it in the magazine, and they're not moving. You're just looking at still <laughs> doing it. But the fact that you spank off in the magazine like that's gonna help the sensation of it a little bit more is I, i'm i'm still even at 12 13 when my boy brought one back that i stole from my uncle's house i'm like dog how did oh you spilled kool-aid on it yeah like, uh no dog i was uh, <laughs> i like no you can keep that don't yeah. even that shit nah, i don't need that i don't need these pages <laughs> like, why are these pages sticking together we find some cubic hairs in between the pages and stuff uh, yes, oh I didn't reach that far. It's just when he started handing it to me, and he handed it to me upside down, and none of the like, you know how the magazine will fly open a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
the shit didn't fly open, sweets. And I'm like, dog, what's, what'd you do, Spill? I gotta take that back to my uncle's house. He goes, oh, man. Um, you know, I was looking at one of them pictures, man. I was in the bathroom. I'm like, nah, you can keep that. Yeah. I can take, you know I'm just gonna take this punch in the throat box for my uncle. It's just gonna happen. <laughs> like, I don't even think, I bet kids are like bored with porn now. Like, cause, cause like back then you actually did have to have imagination to jerk it to some still pictures oh, anyway. Oh, no, it's not the fact that they're bored. It's now people take it to the extreme. You know, they have like very, very weird and extreme porn. Like, the porn you was telling me where they do the steaming stuff. With the carpet cleaner stuff you were saying, where they do, yes, I don't remember the name of where you said they shit on each other faces in the porn. No, that's called a Cleveland steam. I've never oh. seen that shit. Oh, oh, shit. oh that's like the say. end. Of, that's the end of the internet shit right there. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> you, watch, you watch that, you turn off the laptop and then join yourself right in the fucking dome. Yeah, that's what it's taking to get you off at this point. It's a wrap. Yeah, but that's what they do. They just take it to the extreme. Karen, I thought you were talking about some shit y'all didn't want to talk about on the podcast. You, mean, oh. you and Rod need to keep that between y'all. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't do that. No. Yeah, we share a lot, but I ain't sharing that. No, nobody. shit happens in the toilet in this house. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. There is a bit of desensitization because you're right. They've seen all that stuff. They've seen all the celebrities. So it's almost like, like, remember the two girls in a cup phenomenon, which I've never seen, by the way. Me either. Don't join the crew. Me either. I was like, I refuse to see that shit. Everybody well, like, eh. Both like, of y'all guys will be getting that on Twitter now. Just so, that. so is that, so have we now reached the Rodney Kingization of, 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 of porn for these kids? And you notice, there's a difference. If you say porno, that means you're old. If right. you say porn, you're young. But like, we watched the Rodney King video so much and he's getting his ass beat, we thought he was guilty. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do to deserve this ass whooping? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's the same thing with porn with these kids. They're so desensitized to it, they're like, okay, we can make our own. Yeah, I just, man, all I know is, man, like at first I was kind of like, I mean, I know why they're spoiled, but at the same time, I kind of got to give kids props. Cause like a C in like algebra now is must equate to like an A plus in algebra. When I had, cause I didn't have unfettered access to porn. That would have fucked my whole childhood up. I would have never made it to college. <laughs> I, I, I need to go. To, I need a bathroom pass again. Right, right. I will have to respectfully disagree with you because uh, I had unfettered access to it in my uncle's house. My word is gone. God bless the dead. To my uncle, the original lover of choice meats. I'm my Uncle Leon. Uh, and he was the original lover of Choice Meats. He can tell you anything about a steak, dude. Um, but he also had a ridiculous amount of porn. And I don't know what it is. I must be like a porn magnet. Because on my birthday, every year, comedian Russell Peters sends me a box of porn. <laughs> every year. Maybe well, he's getting rid of his surplus. Because we know he's a big porn kid as well. No, there is no surplus of Russell. They know Russell loves it so much. They send it to him, and he just using you. Know, oh, well, I got extras of these, so I guess that is. A <laughs> yeah. So the motherfucker is also cheap and a serial regifter. But, but I love you, Russell. So. That dude's funny as shit too, man. I've seen this yeah. stand up a few times. Um, but yeah, man. So I was just thinking about that, dude. This, I don't know, man. Maybe these kids are actually we should give them more credit. Cause I don't know, man. I like it's on their phone, Will. Oh my their son! Phone. My son got. Oh my son! This is why I know I can't rob a bank with my son. Like I love him, right? And, and it's almost like a gift and a curse. You work hard so your kids don't grow up the same way you grow up. 
right? And you give them something easy for their eyes to rest on. So he lives out in the suburbs where he can still hear like damn cows mooing in the morning, right? But when he comes into the city, soft like porridge, and he don't get it, right? He got it too good, right? And I, I look at him, I'm like, dog, really? When you sit up here and you send a text message out to your boy after your boy sends some porno on your phone and your mom finds it, and your text message to him says, hey, man, make sure you delete this off the phone after you send it to me. <laughs> God damn. Wow. I, know, I know the worst vice is advice, but maybe you want to take some of your own, brilliant. <laughs> But that's what the porn would be. That's what it would do to me, man. Like all the smartness would go. Like I had to, I used to have to be like a porn ninja to watch porn in my house, dog. Like I, I had to, like man, I was serious. It was like uh the video game Metal Gear Solid. I had to coordinate everybody's schedules. You know what I mean? <laughs> not, 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 not to mention you gotta like constantly have an eye on that window. Like if they pulling up, you know what I'm saying? Keep an ear out for that car door. Yeah. So I had that going. Then I also used to have to put the porn in the, in the VCR. And I would have to uh, put it to the zero mark where you could set it so that on you the counter. Just, yeah, right. you could set that. it on the counter so you could get back to that point where it would actually keep the number on the VCR of like oh two hours and thirty five minutes of Braveheart or some shit. And <laughs> and then and then I would have to take the the, the 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 videotape and put it back up, man. Like it was an elaborate fucking plan. Yes, that was. Like yeah, I, but you know, the whole thing that messes that up though, right? And it happened to my brother. Is that he went through all that shit you said? So it must be some sort of manual or some shit y'all get, right? <laughs> and he left but, the tape in the VCR, yeah. No, no, he didn't leave the tape in the VCR. He put that shit in there. He had everything set up, mm -hmm. and then the tape got stuck in the VCR. Oh yeah, that happened to me before, Come man. Come on, dog. And my mother came in and she wanted to watch her stories, oh. and she had a videotape with her stories. And my brother was like, "Yo, the VCR <laughs> broke. Let me go take it to get it fixed." And she's like. How you break the VCR? I just bought it, but the tape got caught in there. So she's like, "Try and get it out." So he's like, "No, it don't work like that." She said, "Plug it in. Just plug it in." Oh, and man. as soon as he plugged it in, the thing ejected and it came out. And she looked at him. Oh my god! When he was, <laughs> when he was flying over the couch after she punched him in the chest, I was cracking up. <laughs> she, then she went in on my father. God bless the dead. She went in on him so bad. And he was like, you know what my father did? He threw my uncle under the bus. <laughs> oh, and, oh, he turned into Kobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> my father was like, oh, shit. Leon must have left that over here when he was over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, man, yeah, dude. It got stuck on me one time, man. I panicked like, shit, I turned into MacGyver, dude. I took that VCR apart. And got that. I retrieved that tape like it was the last man on a mission for the Marines. No man left behind. Did the tape snap? And you have to put it back together with Scotch tape. I've done that before too. And, and that's how you know it's, it's like that's how you know when you're like fucking fourteen, you have no control over because it's just like oh uh, hormones. And if you're not getting chicks, then you know that's what you're doing. And and so I, it was so it was so bad. I never got to the point where I was like, I need to stop this shit. It was just like, all right, man, I figured that one out. Well, new adventure tomorrow. No doubt. <laughs> it's not going to uh, again. You know, our closet full of stiff socks and, and towels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but it's like when you had porn, like whoever had porn in the neighborhood or magazines, it's, it's like everyone knew about it. So, I mean, one time a friend had a tape and like there were eight guys that just had checking this stuff out. And someone came home. 
and everyone, like, they had one of those sliding doors in, in the family room. Everyone just bailed onto the guy and ran out the backyard, crawling into the crawling over fences, running down the street, running for their lives, so they don't want to be part of the, the porn experience. <laughs> <laughs> and was, like, there by himself, and he got booked. Sweets, what makes that what makes that bad though, right? Is that like bachelor parties where guys sit around and they watch porn together? Like, how do you deal with your emotions at that moment when you're sitting in a room with twelve other dudes and you know you you know you're catching a, a chubby and you're like, damn, I wonder if money's thinking the same thing. I wonder why am I wondering what he's wondering? Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, in college, my freshman year, because uh, our, our our campus pretty much had it where most freshmen didn't have cars. And we had our own freshman dorm, so dudes would just stay up in the dorm forever. Mm-hmm. And um, one time I walked into my room, uh, my sweet mate's room, and he was watching uh, porn, and there was like six dudes in there. Just all, wow. the, the lights down low, they just <laughs> oh, all oh. engrossed. And so I walked in to ask him something. I, like, I don't even remember what it was. I, like, I, I forgot immediately. I was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And uh, they was like, yo, man, I got this Janet Jackson tape, dog. And I was like, uh, Y'all just y'all just sitting in here watching it? <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, man. And 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 I was only in there for like a minute. And this uh, one dude, I think his name was Tao, but I can't remember for sure. Oh no, it was Trey. Trey was narrating the porn. <laughs> Fucking narrating. He was yeah, like, watch that way too. Much. Like he was like, yeah, man. See see how he grabbed her right there, man. See, she like that shit. She like that shit, dog. Look at it. See she coming for real now. I was like, well, y'all. I gotta go. I gotta go. I had to leave, man. I think. Oh, I came to get a, a game for my PlayStation, dog. I was just like, keep the game. I get I, when these dudes leave, I come back and get my shit. But wow, what is this? This is. I, we never talked about that shit again until he listened to this podcast. You know what? You just had a Michael Irvin moment, dog. <laughs> I mean, I love him and I accept him now. You know what I'm saying? No, but I'm saying I think you had that moment where you came to a crossroads. If you had stayed in that room. You might have become, and this is no disrespect to his brother and whatever his. Yeah. I don't want to use the word choice or preference, um, <laughs> but his proclivities, his proclivities uh, were. Um, that might have made the difference between that and you being the 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 sex loving womanizer that you once were until Karen settled that ass down. Yeah, it could have been, man. <laughs> I mean, I was never. I mean, I was never out in them streets like that anyway, so it really. I don't think it had the right effect on me, but yeah, them dudes, I I just didn't understand the camaraderie of that shit. That's all. Like, yeah, I don't, it's not like going out to the park and your boys playing. You got your own five and you play ball together. Yeah, that is a whole it's different so level of intimacy that I right. never want to share with another dude. No. Yeah, yeah. Please, I hope not. If you do, please let me know. You know what? And then, uh, and, uh, well, I guess it's a related story. Later on, one day uh, we were playing. Um, we were playing. Uh, uh, it, live ninety five or live ninety six or something. We're playing. We're playing bas- uh, basketball video game on PlayStation, and this is uh, after I was out of that dorm. Mm-hmm. And Trey came in and he brought these two chicks in, and he was trying to get on them with uh, all of us in the room. I didn't even oh. think about that till just now, because he was like, he was like, oh, uh, he must have been having orgies and all that. I don't know. I left, but then he told me later on. He was like, "Yo, dog." If y'all would have been down, man, I would have got it to do it. I'm like, but it's six of us in the same room, dog. Like, you're not even talking about taking turns. You just, I've never been that cool with any two. Well, well, it's clear that Trey likes it, you know, when it's a conjugation of people around, you know? <laughs> you like the audience? Hey, you know, he liked to cross swords and ride. I hope you didn't sit down because that was not mustard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hell no, I left, yo. I left, man. Like it was one of them. Like yeah, didn't you say one? I felt like um, age. Huh? Did you say one of yeah, and one of the chicks. Yeah, we were in college. We were in college. They were in high school. So I think one of the chicks was not even like seventeen. She might have been. I don't know what that law is, but it don't matter because I got the fuck out of there. It felt like that last scene in Boys in the Hood where he gets out the car. Ah. I felt like that. Well, I was like, hey man, pull over, let me out. I got this. Right. <laughs> y'all can have a live tournament, dog. I don't even know how much money's on this shit. <laughs> so, so when, you, when, when you see your boy on To Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen, let us know. Yo, I did watch it. I did watch it thinking he might show up one time, but <laughs> never happened. You know? um, so uh, the other thing, dude, like y'all in Canada, I don't know if they're already doing this, but do you guys got have those new warning labels on cigarettes? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, with all the pictures yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like the pictures of like somebody like missing the throat and shit. Right. No, no one else. We probably had it before you guys did. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I bet you. Yes, yeah. twenty dollars for a pack up there. Yes. <laughs> and they said the cigarettes. They said the cigarettes are, are are weaker in Canada. Like they go, oh yes, it's less. You know, it's less nicotine. It's less tar. Like less tar than what? Like a roofing shingle. It's still bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Oh, oh yeah, but don't forget, well, because before we, we got the pictures, and then what did they do? After we got the pictures, if you go in a store to buy cigarettes, they're all hidden. Yeah, they're hidden. So like, like, you can't. But you can. You got exactly what you want. Wow. Because what happens is, you know, kids will go, "Yo, buy me a pack of Marlboro Lights," and then you, you don't even smoke, which will do it because it'll give you ten dollars to do it, and then. Oh yeah, I think I want that one. Like, if you don't know what you want, they're gonna be like, ah, forget it. We're not giving it to you. Right. So it cuts down on your impulse buying. Pretty yeah. soon, it's gonna come with like a speech. Like, <laughs> like it's just gonna like some old black dude's gonna step out of the bushes on the side and be like, don't do it. Don't <laughs> put no, the cigarettes down. It's gonna be a hologram. You go open up a hologram. It's gonna <laughs> yeah. come out with the FDA. It's gonna know your name and shit. Yeah. Will you know you don't need these cigarettes? It's gonna and come with Paul Jackson. No doubt, <laughs> it's gonna be like the, the the value add pack. It's gonna come with a, a little uh, MP3 player and all the people saying, "Yo, you shouldn't do it." And you yeah. walk down the street smoking a menthol, like <laughs> <laughs> talking talking like this. Don't do it. <laughs> I think they're gonna have uh, celebrity voices. It'd be like <laughs> Michael Jackson coming out telling you not to smoke cigarettes and shit. Wow. I'm like, this is R. Kelly. Don't smoke that cigarette. Don't um, pee on those kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, why don't they do that with other products, though? Like what? Like, like, why don't you put a picture of Rick Ross on the outside of some fries? <laughs> yeah, make, yeah I, and I love potatoes. Anything with potatoes. That, that like, if you put, down. like, would you really play the lottery if they put eviction notices on the outside of lottery tickets. Nope. <laughs> right? When you have to think twice, like, yo, you know what? I do need to pay my rent. Why am I fucking up? I'm not, I'm not going to hit it big. Pass do light bills. Or, star- or starving children. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shit is so sad. Like, I saw this cat. I was in Detroit not too long ago. Because, you know, I'm broadcasting on my parts unknown world tour right now. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, I was in Detroit not too long ago, and I, my word is bond. I'm standing in there, you know, uh, in front of the 17 and a half inch bulletproof glass with the the uh, Arab dude named Chip. Like, how the hell is your name Chip, dog? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm dead ass serious. Dude's name. Oh yeah, my name is Chip. Like, what? But anyway. <laughs> so I'm standing there, and this is older cat. He's like, hey man, these are my last two dollars. It's gotta hit. I ain't eat for two days. I, I, I gotta hit this number. And he dead serious played the thing. Like, it's kind of a sad thing. I'm trying, you know, 
I'm trying not to make light of it. But well, nothing's is wrong if it's funny. Nothing's wrong if it's funny. It's a monster. <laughs> He's standing in this store where he could have bought like, you know, a bag of potato chips and a pop or something. He said, I'm going to use my last two to get this lottery ticket. You can't eat that, dog. And, you know, it don't have no nutritional value. That's probably how he got his name, man. He probably begs for chips. He like, let me no, get chips. Chip. <laughs> chip was a dude who worked at the store. He was oh, the okay. dude. The store was the old black dude playing his last two dollars, right? Damn. And I was like, I, I felt bad for him. I wanted to give him some money, but I knew he was going to go back in and play the lottery again. Exactly. Do, and, and do you think this Arab dude chip was the same chip that made them chip wings that you seen on the advertisement? <laughs> the wings, the hot molten punch yes. you in the mouth and the face? I don't know. The story comes full circle. It is serendipitous that it would be chip. Who would goddamn wings, bro? <laughs> um, the other thing, the other thing I was thinking about too, man. Um, like I, I've been like when people give me this diet advice over the past, like. Like, they don't just give me diet advice. They give me their testimonial, too, which is why I think they're just lonely. Because they just okay. want somebody, like, to share the story. Like, that's great, man. You, you did it. And thank you for the inspiration and all that shit, you know. Um, and, and a lot of times people use the phrase, like, I struggled with my weight for, for a long time. And then, you know, I, I did this and I did that. And I, as a fat person, I got to say, nobody really struggles with their weight. Like, you only struggle with your weight if you're, like, maybe 10 pounds overweight. Cause that's a struggle to get that last 10 pounds. You gotta work hard. You gotta make all the right eating decisions, all the correct moves. But if you've just been fat for years, you're not struggling. Struggling implies that there are two opposed forces taking effect at the same time. That's the struggle. Like it, I, I, like I feel like my weight is more like a roommate that always has his half the rent, but he never leaves the house. So you can't get none. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't watch what you want to watch on TV or, it's like uh, driving around with the check engine light on all the time. Like you always think about it, but it's not enough to make you go to the shop. That's a, a struggle. Would be getting yeah. your ass in the gym. That's a fucking struggle. No, not you know what? I would have to side um, with our our more portly fans who are listening, who uh, understand that their struggle is between those hot chips and those hot wings. Right. That's the struggle, B. It's the choice that they have to make ultimately which thing is going to kill them less slowly. Exactly. Which is why they have the new product, the hot wing flavored chips. Put yourself in the <laughs> mouth, mouth and get double down on that shit, dog. You got to get product. it and get rid of it. See? It all works out. Karma's a beautiful thing. <laughs> man, I see how Morgan does this, man. This is easy. All the stories come back around. Yeah, the car with the check engine light on. Yeah. You know if you ignore it enough, the car dies. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Yeah. Like the check engine light is that sign like uh like check engine is more like, hey, you need to get this shit checked out. No, the check engine for them is like the heart attack. The check engine for them is like triple bypass surgery. Those are your warning signs that your car... No, that's when your car is fucking up. Uh I'm saying the check engine light is like, uh, huh, I gotta buy bigger pants. That's the check engine light or I'm not too comfortable in this airplane seat. You see what I'm saying? It's not just these major catastrophes. Oh, like, like, instead of sitting in the booth, let's go to the table. Yeah. Cause I can't fit in there. Okay. That's the check engine light. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> I like the check engine light. I had that moment a couple years ago. Yeah, I, I live with it every day, man. I'm trying to get out of it cause it's, it's bullshit. So I gotta do better. I can't, but I, but the thing is, I never would say something like I struggle with my weight cause that's bullshit because I'm not really putting up a struggle. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it's a struggle when you actually say, I'm trying to lose weight and it's not working. It's not a struggle when you just like, I'm going to go ahead and uh, hit up uh, Ruth Chris real quick and then, uh, you know, and, and then yeah. sit on my ass. And in America, they, trip, they trick you. Would you like to upsize that? No, nigga, no. Yeah. Upsize <laughs> means I get a bucket of chicken. Meanwhile, fries. meanwhile, like Will said, the upsize is the new small. Yes. Yes. And you know what? And, and, and they talked about this on Where's My 48? Because Wendy's is the worst. I don't know if you ever got like uh, the cups at Wendy's, but they're small. It's like huge. They're medium. You can't fit in your cup holder. Right. And they're like extra, extra large. Karen, that's, that's, wh- that's where I got the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's is the worst. I don't care what nobody says. And I love Wendy's, but their size portions are terrible. Um, Speaking of, I went to, I went oh, to one customer and they asked me for one upsize and I said no and I still got the big ass cup. Yes, yeah, they don't small. give a fuck, man. <laughs> they don't give a fuck, dude. I actually, one time I ordered a water, no bullshit. I ordered a water and the woman gave me a large water. It's just like in there fucking, like there's no profit <laughs> margin. There's actually a loss to give me a large water. There's yes. not even making money. It's, I was, and I couldn't fit it in my cup holder. I was mad. I couldn't tell her not to hook me up, but I was like, really? Like I ordered a small water. Um, Speaking of food, man, you guys ever watch? Do y'all have the Food Network in Canada? Yes, sir. All right, man. Y'all ever seen this show called Stop? Yes. Yes. No. It's called what? Chop. Yes. Nah. What's the premise? Yeah, okay, break it down. Chop is like this show where they have these chefs come in and they have these oh, we get it. Hey, we're getting a little bit of an echo, Will. Hey, back up from your mic a little bit. All right, go ahead, Ken. Okay. Chop is the show where you have these chefs come in and you have these panel people watch them cook. And they cook three parts. They cook like an appetizer, they cook a meal, and they cook a dessert. And as each round goes, they eliminate people till they get to the last two and then they decide the winner. That's Chop. Okay. And they actually watch them cook live. Right. Well, I watched one uh, where this dude cut his hand. Oh. And then it was bleeding really bad. He put on plastic gloves and finished the meal with his head bleeding into the glove. Oh. And, yes. And the judges watched it and like, you know, it take I don't first of all, these 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 fucking contests. What restaurant are you working in where they give you ten minutes to cook a meal that takes twenty minutes? Yeah. <laughs> By yourself. You know, like right away the the contest is rigged in the first place. But then the judges watch you cook. And they the whole time they're watching, they're like, Oh my god, is he gonna keep cooking with that bloody hand? Yes, because it's the content that you fucking set up. <laughs> like you could tell him, like, "Hey, dog, chill. It's not that important." Yes. And and I don't. I did. It just seems so fucking dire and important the way they cut the commercial breaks, just to go cook food in a restaurant. And I worked in restaurants. It's not like that back there. Did you know what right? What what ends up happening though is that we live in in the. It's not even a reality TV world because the reality of it is that it's all fake. But people have made this part of their daily existence to try and find their, you know, 15 minutes of infamy. And they will do whatever is necessary to become that next reality TV star, that next Amorosa or Snooki or whoever. Right. Right. And make it bounce off into something else. As long as we can cash in, you know, show up at some clubs and get some 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 uh, uh, appearance fees and stuff. 
I'm good because the rest of my life I'm gonna be working at like Chick Fil A. So. <laughs> and y'all don't even have those in Canada. Oh, but I'm in the United States right now, and I do enjoy my Chick Fil A waffle fries with my barbecue sauce. It used to have pineapples in it. They've been shortchanging me. Management. <laughs> and guess what? They said they're gonna make they're gonna make their waffle fries and sweet potatoes. Oh, word. Word, dog. Word. I'm a sweet. All right, Karen, you and I, like, I'm a big sweet potato dude. I'll eat sweet potatoes every day. I'll bake or steam a baked potato or sweet potato every day and eat that if I need to. I love sweet potatoes like that. Hey, dog, I done got so good. I got this recipe where I use aluminum foil. I take sweet potatoes. I chop them real thin like you're doing scallops. I put Mm. brown sugar. I put cinnamon. I put butter (laughs) across it and wrap it up and grit it on the grill. That shit is awesome. Yeah, and I give her... I give her her 10 minutes to make it. It normally takes 20. But then if she cuts herself, I put on some gloves. I say, get your ass out there. (laughs) The voting is happening. I'm voting no matter what. And you're going to be chopped. So they they made this dude they made this dude cook bleeding out his hand. Yes. Did he win? When he got done, because it was like four people competing. Mm-hmm. When he got done, they exempted him from the competition. Wow. They were like they were like we can't eat this food because. <laughs> why did you let this dude bleed to death? Let him go get first aid or some shit, man. They said you disqualified. Yeah, they didn't even like the thing is they didn't kick him out of the, like they didn't like kick him off the show. He just said, we're not going to eat your food, so we're not judging you for this contest. It was, just, it was so fucking ridiculous. And they, and like, I was just like, man, nothing is that important. No, it's not. Nothing's that important. Um, Alright. Last thing, man, before we do articles. Um, are you guys on Google Plus yet? I just got on that. I'm starting to move toward it. I gotta, I gotta find Wall Street. I think I found uh, Dwayne. Yeah, you found me. Alright. Um, but it's odd, man, because half, first of all, most of the posts on Google Plus are about Google Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of, I don't know, it's redundant or something. It's very annoying. But, um, half of them are, are actually like people posting these, uh, gifs of, like, Google, like, punching Facebook in the face. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's really weird. And, um, I don't, I don't know if people know these, but th- they're not teams. They're actually, major corporations that don't give a fuck about us right but you know what it is it's still got that uh new social network smell on it so it's gonna be like that for a little bit yeah yeah because i think they said like in two weeks 10 million people got google plus accounts right i think uh so rod i think what you need to do is post a, a gif of um google punching facebook in the mouth mouth facebook mouth <laughs> That's what people want to see. Like I just, like I need a, I need a gym of like Google pissing on all of us. Because you know, like everybody loves shit when it's new, but you know, at some point they're gonna sell our personal information, or yeah. their site's gonna go down for maintenance, or they're gonna get hacked, and then everybody will be, oh fuck Google, because you know people are so fucking entitled now, man. So it's just weird to see people root for major corporations. It's not like we're we don't have any stock in Google. We're not getting any shares. Like nope. no, 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 nothing. No, we just some people size. on a new social medium. Trying to um you know spread whatever influence we have. That's it. Yep. They be like, you don't have nothing on your Google Plus. Why? So somebody can find me? No. If I'm lost, <laughs> let my ass stay lost. <laughs> all right. And my son is like that about all the Facebook and everything. Even though he has a MySpace, still to this day, I don't know why. Um, but uh, he feels like Facebook is the FBI and like 
you know, everybody's watching him and spying on him. And to a degree, you know, they tell you convergence is good, where everything is in one place and you can have all your shit in one place. And if you're a conspiracy theorist, you know, it's not good. Right. And that my son is like on it like that, but, you know, he couldn't figure out how to delete a damn pornographic picture from his cell phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's hey, do, you, do you ever do you ever feel slightly um happy when your son does something stupid like that where you can be like, all right, well I know I can trust him because he's too dumb to get away with everything. You know what I mean? Like my brother, like I, my brother was very very sneaky. Now I'm I'm sneaky, but I'm smart, so I just normally didn't get caught doing anything. But I also was smart enough to know not to do most shit, you know, because it's like, oh, no, you're going to get caught doing that, nigga. And my brother's like, I'm going to do that shit. Fuck it. And uh, I think my dad had to be partially happy because my brother was the one to do the stupid shit and not cover his tracks. Well, you know, I was I was the one that was like that. Uh, My brothers would always get caught. And that was like I told him, you know, later on in life that. I figured out who I was um, when we were kids. I was Rolo Tomasi. I was the one who got away with it. If you ever watched L.A. Confidential, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That these dudes would do shit and not think about it. And my son, I would sometimes I want him to like show me you're a teenager, like get in trouble, like mm-hmm. do something that's going to let me know. Like you said, that that you're smart. Right. But you're also dumb enough not you know I, I, I don't know like sometimes i look at him and i wonder what kind of job am i doing right, <laughs> right. you don't know I'm if you're sure. doing the greatest job in the world or the worst I, you know what i have this i have this issue i really do because now it's to the point where my son is so shook that he won't get in trouble with me mm-hmm. like he's 15 but he won't get in trouble with me and i don't hit my son but but when my son goes yo Daddy, can I have a beating? When he got in trouble one time, he asked me for a beating. Now, what's worse than a beating? Right. Right? So, what he thinks that, he knows I don't do it, but I would kick him in his ass. He would pretend like he was crying. He'd go up to his room and laugh and be like, lame. That was it. That was it. That's all I had to deal with. So, I get him on some, like, you know, get on your face shit, right? And he's in in the upright uh, push-up position. And I make him stay like that. I said, if your knees hit the floor... If your stomach hits the floor, if your arms get shaky, I'm breaking you in half and making you start over, right? So when I see him, like, about to flip, I tell him, all right, go ahead and lay down, man. So he he rolls over, and he's like, relax. I'm like, hold the fuck up. I didn't finish saying what I was saying, dog. Lay on your back and lift your feet six inches off the floor, right? And if them shit, if your heels hit the floor, anything, I'm breaking you in half, make you start both of them over again, right? Mm. This motherfucker, I'm like, he's all holding his breath, he's hurting, his <laughs> abs are burning. I'm like, no, no, breathe through your nose, out through your mouth, baby. Breathe. It's easy, it's okay. <laughs> so when I see him at total muscle fatigue, I'm like, all right, man, stand up. You learned your lesson. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I didn't say you could stand on both of your motherfucking feet. <laughs> Get on one foot. And if you touch anything, if that foot comes down, if you fall over, I'm breaking you in half and make you start all three of them over again. So now I got his heart and his mind, dog, so much so that he would rather take a beating than do that shit I put him through. And I said, yo, I want you to call Child Protective Services because now you can't punch a kid in the throat box or concuss him um, uh, these days without going to jail. And I think that's a travesty. Um, but uh, uh, this one, like I said... I said, I want you to call Child Protective Services. What they gonna do? Arrest me for exercise? Right. Say, say Mr. Strickland, your son got the best abs and shoulders. <laughs> 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 
You just tell her, just tell her you, y'all on that Michelle Obama get fit plan. <laughs> no Try to help him out. But um, the, yeah, my dad. The last time I got in trouble, that was the last thing my dad did to us. Uh, I think we got in trouble for fighting in the living room or something. My dad just came out the bedroom, and normally we would get whoopings or whatever. But I was getting kind of old, like too old to be whooping and shit. Um, or else he was gonna probably have to kill me because. Not that I doubt he would, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying we could get into that age where he hit me, then I get mad that he had to beat my ass. Like, what? You was looking at like that. So, um, he made us hold dictionary, uh, I mean, encyclopedias mm. while laying on the coffee table with our arms to the side. He was like, I'm gonna come back. If I see, if I see your arms on the ground, that's your ass. And, and mm. it worked. That was the last time I got in trouble. Um, <laughs> but, uh, all right, so we got these articles to cover. Um, I think we we sent one to you guys. Yeah, I sent it through Skype. If you can look at it, if not, don't worry. I'm gonna read it anyway. Um, this one was sent to us by a lot of fans this week. Uh, yeah, apparently it's a big deal. Um, a woman is accused of cutting off her husband's penis. Yeah. Mm. A woman was in custody Tuesday for allegedly poisoning her estranged husband, cutting off his penis with a 10-inch knife, and throwing it in a garbage disposal. Damn, what did he do to her? (laughs) That's the Rodney King effect. (laughs) Only am I going to cut this off. You will never use this bitch again. Yeah, a 10-inch knife? That's a long knife. Yes, I'm sure it was longer than his joint. Yeah, it's like a sword. (laughs) Like a mini sword, dude. Uh Um... Jeff, Lieutenant Jeff Nightingale said the crime occurred Monday night as the, at the man's Garden Grove home. According to authorities, this is the first time police have ever spoke, I mean, ever been called to the home. No neighbor reported any signs of fighting or screaming. Uh, one neighbor said, to me, it's a shock. She doesn't look like the type of person who would do something like that. You don't know what people to do, man. What does the dick cutting off woman look like? Yeah, really. <laughs> Y'all, is that a celebrity or something we can? No, I, I want to be on the lookout. Yo, I'm I, not. I'm not trying to wreck the party. I'm reading ahead, but he, the dude, was sixty year, sixty years old. Oh yeah, so he definitely wasn't packing ten. Nah. Uh, she was forty eight, and she was booked for aggravated mayhem, false imprisonment, assault with a deadly weapon, administering a drug with intent to commit a felony, poisoning, and spousal abuse. Uh, she's been held in Orange County Jail. Um, she. <laughs> The woman who was later identified as a subject suspect called 911 to report a medical emergency around 10 p.m. So she cut off wow. his dick, threw it in the garbage disposal, and then called 911. Like, I got a medical emergency. That was not, not actually. She cooked him food, drugged him, tied him to the bed, then cut off his dick, then called 911. Yeah, that's some Billy oh, Bob Thornton sling blade shit, right? <laughs> crazy. Do- Doyle, I aim to kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I reckon I'm I yeah, I'm gonna get me some of these taters and mustard. Mm, <laughs> can you make me some of them biscuits? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I reckon I cut your dick off. Mm. <laughs> oh. Yo, the worst part is the worst part. I'm reading this now. He said pieces of the penis are taken to the hospital, like money having nuggets coming out of that <laughs> joint. Oh, oh. God. oh they man. salvaged it. What yeah, are they you? gonna stitch his dick back together like Frankenstein? Son, Humpty Dumpty. Oh no, man, it's a wrap, dude. Like he might as well. Get, oh, then we got a prosthesis penis. I don't think. No, okay. It's gonna That's... be called the compass. It's gonna go north, south, east, and west. <laughs> dude. Oh god, that's terrible for him, man. But yeah, uh, they found him tied to a bed, bleeding from the groin area. I blame Viagra for this shit, man. It's them blue pills, dog. Why you say that? 
women don't be they don't always be still down man they like a man reaches a certain age and the woman's like cool my job is over but not anymore Mm-mm. you are gonna be messing with them old balls forever uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still them shits at your hands. Well, don't be trying to cut off my dick, is all I'm saying. No, I'm not gonna cut it off. Um, alright, so we had a. Somebody better call Cabana Boy or something, you know. <laughs> and, 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 like, if I can't do it no more, I'd be like, you know what, you want, you want somebody younger? And I'm gonna sit at the end of the bed and watch you do it. Right? <laughs> and he gonna be putting your legs up in positions you know at your old ass age you can't get them up in. And I'm gonna be smacking him in the back like, you don't like her legs up like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of uh, sex, uh, this woman died from an allergic reaction to sex with a dog. Oh! I heard about that. Yes. Uh, and the thing is, this man is on trial for it. Um, the Irish Sun reports that Sean McDonald, 57, is charged with buggery contrary to Section 61 of the Offenses Against the Person Act of 1861. Now you know, you know, you fucked up when they had to go back in the books to get the law <laughs> to lock your ass up. It's like, well, sodomy's been on the books since uh, 1842. <laughs> Come on, uh, man, that sounds like some Goodwill Hunting shit where he was quoting shit from like 1643 yes. to get out of a, a, a fight or some shit. Yes, <laughs> so, um, uh, it is believed he is, he's believed to be the first person in Ireland to be charged under the legislation. Well, damn, it's never good to be the first. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? no. <laughs> um, no. The Irish Daily Star adds that McDonald and the deceased woman had discussed the arrangement on a bestiality internet chat room, and well, that, damn, I didn't know those existed. Mm-hmm, that's right. And that uh Gardai are satisfied with the intercourse that the intercourse was consensual. I don't know what a Gardai is. is. that like a judge or something? I don't know. Anyway, the Alsatian dog has been kept in quarantine ever since the incident October seventh, two thousand eight. Which is kinda sad a sad fate for that dog. Yeah. You know, as a vegetarian man, I don't like to see animals locked up like that, man. Let them free. It's not his fault that the woman wanted some. You know, maybe it's an attractive dog. What was the dog wearing? <laughs> uh, the woman fell ill around 7.30 p.m. that evening and was rushed to Midwestern Regional Hospital where she died at around 8 p.m. So she died in 30 minutes. Test yeah. shows she died from anaphylaxis, a severe allergic reaction similar, similar to being prompted by uh, peanut allergies. Um, and the man Barry Morgan, uh, Barry Morgan said McDonald could face a life sentence in prison if found guilty. Come on, dog. So you sitting around smoking cigarettes, you know, <laughs> after, after you know, second mess, you eating lunch, whatever. Yo, dog, what you in here for? Uh, you know, <laughs> let me let me let me let you know right now, Patty. I got in here because I killed my wife. You know. <laughs> And the next dude is like, yo, how'd you get in here? Well, yo, I kind of killed my girlfriend um, by having sex. I'm like, damn, dog, you killed your girl having sex? Well, it wasn't me she was having sex with. I told her to go sleep with her dog. <laughs> you mean like your friend? No, no, not my dog, money. My dog. But you know how she died? Doggy style. Put up, bump. I'm here all week. <laughs> 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 oh, Try to veal. Try to veal. <laughs> oh, hey, Russell Peterson's gonna steal that. Oh, all right. So the Spanish priest uh, says that um, he got accused of being gay, 
So he said that uh, if you know if you think he's gay, he has uh, something you can do. Uh, Spanish priest Andres Garcia Torres. I can't roll my R's, Morgan. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> who has a parish in the in the Madrid dormitory town of Fuen Fuenla Brada has said he will go to Rome to show that he is being uh he's being <laughs> that he is being expelled from his parish unfairly. Now, why is he being expelled, Karen? It comes after Bishop, the Bishop of Getafe has uh, demanded that he goes under psychiatric therapy to cure his homosexuality and has an HIV test following claims that he had a relationship with a 28-year-old Cuban seminarian, uh, claims which are based on a photo of him hugging the man on a trip to Fatima. Uh, both guys are shirtless in the photo, which is always... Always uh, something Pauls cannot erase. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been in any photo other than when I was a kid or something like that. Like you and your little brother in the tub or something where two grown men can have no shirts on hugging. In a See, women, women can do that. Girls will go like they'll go in the bathroom together and be like, oh, girl, that's a pretty bra. You got that Victoria's Secret. Oh, let's take a picture together on my iPhone. And they get together and titties all smashed together, whatever. <laughs> right. Or they'll be on the beach and they can do the same thing all hugged up, you know, crotch to crotch. But when you start getting a Rocky Three uncomfortable man hug with you on the beach <laughs> or in a picture with no shirt on, like yes. Vince Young or something like that, and they're not, a problem. And they're not even in the same peer group. Like one dude is like twenty years older than the other yeah. dude. Like, what are y'all doing? What are you? Why do y'all kick it together ever with but, no shirts on? But this priest is, is he has his G on though. Did you see what his quote was? Well, uh, what was his quote? He said, "Let them measure my anus and see if it is dilated." Word oh, that. That was what I was getting to. Yeah, what though? That's all good. No, no, but it, you know, you might have stepped on his lines, but truth, truth be told. He wants you to measure his anus continuously. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what that dude was doing. Like it was, it was just research. He was getting a prep for his trip to the Vatican. Like I, I just don't get like, I, I, honestly, man, just at this point, it would actually be easier to say you were gay. Like yes. at that, like he went, to, he crossed the line so far that it would be it, rather than say measure my a- anus. He would be better off just being like, yeah, yeah, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Yep, huge homosexual. Yep, all right, can we end this? Yeah. All right, I'm out. Like, oh, man. Um, all right, this story right here, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but um, Netflix is raising its prices. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's jumping up. Basically, what they're doing is right now, if you're, uh, you, can, you have a plan where you're getting one DVD and you're able to stream unlimited amount of movies mm-hmm. um for like six seven ninety nine a month mm-hmm. but they're gonna change it and basically make it fifteen ninety eight if you want to keep that plan you can also just keep going with just only dvds or only netflix streaming for seven ninety nine a month still okay and your price won't go up but you'll lose the availability of one of those options okay um and people are having a hissy fit. I don't understand why. Do you know how fucking expensive it is to ship them CDs to you, come back, and a lot of people stream anyway. And to me, uh, with the money that they're gonna get from these from from mm-hmm. from people, they can put more stuff on the streaming, so you can eliminate DVDs. Like I don't. And on top of that, you got Redbox. Go to Redbox. Well, if you've been streaming already, then you've already seen how much more. Of a supply they have of movies, yes, they like they've do. really been on their grind this last yes, year. Yes, they have. Um, and you have to expect the price increase 
at some point. Yes, they just can. based off of that. Yes. Um, the other thing, uh, they now have competition in their market, so they yes, have to they deal do. with that. Um, and the last thing, do you know how fucking magic Netflix is? Yes, it's it wonderful. is magic. Movies come to my TV in HD. I haven't done shit but press a button. That's Mo- it. Movies come through our TV through Blu-ray. Movies come through our TV through Xbox. Movies right. come through our iPhones. The laptop. The laptop. Yes. And we can stream. And not only that, the beautiful part about it is that I can watch it at home, go to work at lunch, and pick up what I left off, dog. It's magic. It is fucking, it is the Jetsons. It yes. is the shit that when we were kids, we were like, <laughs> would that be cool? And now we have it. And people are bitching because they got to pay uh, $9 more. And my thing is this. Um... DVDs, physical DVDs, they're expensive to keep. I'm pretty sure they keep from warehouse. A lot of times, some shit be scratched anyway, cause so many people use them. And there's no shipping on the shit. Like I put a, yes, di- I put no a shipping. fucking envelope in a mailbox. Two days later, a magical movie appears back in my mailbox. Yes. A new movie that I also want to see. And on top of that, they complain about sixty dollars. That's actually cheaper than going to the movies one time. Right. You get unlimited access. What the fuck is wrong with people? On a, and on our Xbox, we have Netflix parties where we invite yes. people to watch movies with us From that all, we have never fucking met. All across the country. All I'm saying is people are entitled to shit. Calm yes, down. About <laughs> Good God. These are, same, these are the same people who are like, yo, man, Facebook's gonna steal my information. Facebook is fucking free, dumbass. It's not doing shit. Like, it didn't ask you to, it didn't beg you to use it. Like, that's how entitled you are. You're so entitled that instead of just being like, fuck Facebook, I'm deleting my account, you were like, man, fuck Facebook. But I gotta check, I gotta poke my boy and see what's going on. Oh, uh, you like, fuck Facebook. I'm gonna I'm make a group call, fuck Facebook. Right. <laughs> Right? Oh, God. Like, my Facebook status says fuck Netflix. Um, alright, man. I have yet to, to, to know the joys of Netflix, uh, so I will have to do that experiment and see, you know, how fantabulous it is, because I am a big movie fan, and I do make lots of references, the pop culture references, uh, to film and, and television, especially film. So I gotta see what's up with Netflix, man. Hopefully it's some good shit on there. Well, dear to say, well, the, the selection in Canada isn't as strong as the U.S. election, but um, well, they, I have to join with Rod and Karen and say fuck they, Netflix. They give you a <laughs> they give you a month to figure out if you don't want it. What kind of shit is that? Here's a month of free shit just coming to your computer. You let me know if you want to keep it, and it's right. not like it's killing you sixteen dollars in an entire month. Huh. 30 that's, days. And that's for getting physical DVDs and for getting um, the streaming. streaming. If you just See, want I, one, it's $8 a month. I know, I know that, I know that pain, no Rod and Karen, because you could talk to these cats about, uh, you know, joining something. It's, it's three bucks. Oh, man, I ain't going to come to see your film, the screen of this shit, man. It's $10? Oh, hell no. I said, money, how much is that brand new, new era fitted you call, uh, bought? Call? Oh, it's 50 beans? And you ain't got that crystal that yes. you except for your homeboys are sitting holding the bottle because it's empty now. Yeah, your your cigarettes your cigarettes have a picture of a tracheotomy on it, and you still going to buy that shit. But you can't <laughs> fork over ten dollars to go to a movie screening and support your boy. Man, right. people yeah. entitled to shit. And, and you talk about how great Netflix is. 
I have gone back and watched a lot of old movies that I've never seen before. And for the month of February, I did a Black History Month where I went back and watched all Pam Greer's movies for the whole month. It was fabulous. Yes. And uh, they had Lean On Me on there. Man, just fuck it, man. Yes. Get down yeah. or lay down. But next time when y'all had a Pam Greer uh, joint, I, I want to come and co-host it. Pam Greer used to date my boss at RCA Records, right? Wow. And she used to she used to come in the office, and I told my father, God bless her, that and he hate he still I you know if he were alive he still hate me because of this. I had her take. I said, can I take a picture with you for my father, right? Just to mess with my father's mind. She's like, oh, so I'm standing there like trying to take the you know the standard, put your arm around and take a little hug, like maybe kind of brush the titty real quick, right? Disrespect. But um, standing there and taking. She said, no, 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 we're gonna take him like this. So she's all sprawled on my desk with me in between her legs, or she's on my lap. Oh. Yo, I gave those pictures to my father. I, he looked at him. He put him on the coffee table and walked away. He didn't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been disrespectful if you didn't try to touch a boob, though. That's that's Pam Grier, dog. Hey, you you don't know how many like uh, uh, television and stars and, and, and singers that you know you go in for the little. Uh, fake like kiss on the side of the cheek and i might accidentally turn my head like somebody calling me just to get the lip real quick yes i mean but i you know i only been hit four times so it's worked <laughs> out to my favor yeah it's only disrespectful if you don't try is what i say no doubt you know like if you I if said, she come away from that hug she'd be like well didn't even try to kiss me that's what yeah, I, 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 I try to tell him i said you can't fault me you can't fault a brother for having good taste come on now um all right so this restaurant banned kids that are under six years old um and as a person that recently had my dining experience ruined by little kids. Yes, we did. I'm going to have to co-sign that. Appreciate it. We need more shit like this where people decide. Like, I will pay more for the food. Yeah, yes, like I'll even pay that. more Yes, to I'll not deal with other people's I, kids. I will pay a kid-free surcharge. Fucking charge. Like me. it would be cool if people could be realistic about their kids. But what happens is some people have very well-behaved kids. Yes, they do. And then other people think they have well-behaved kids. And them. And they terrible. It just is fucking problematic. I'm not going into too much detail on that article, but you know, yeah, yeah, I'm for it. That means take your badass kids to McDonald's and call it a day. Speaking of kids, this man who police say was carrying 10 kilos of cocaine in his van was arrested Monday night during a traffic stop on the west side of Ann Arbor. Federal court records show. Police said four of his children were also in the van. Did, oh he got more? God. He said four of. That means there's more. Yeah, apparently, uh, four of what the, the other half is in school. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were on their way to school. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, Gerhard, and I don't know how to pronounce the rest of that because it's all Ooh. Canadian. Who lives in Canada? <laughs> Ooh, sorry, we can't pronounce that. Was charged Tuesday uh, in a uh, federal criminal complaint with possession with intent to distribute cocaine. He was arrested about nine or four p.m. Monday when his Dodge Caravan uh, with an Ontario license plate was pulled over by a Michigan State Police K-9 officer on M-14. Court records show. It's unclear why the van was stopped. So, I don't... Yeah, I wonder why they were stopped. And they already had the K-9s. They must have known something. Yes. They must have had their eye on this dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was out there doing deals at the soccer field like, yo. So, after we go after we go to Whole Foods and take the kids so they can have play dates, <laughs> we're going to cut this deal, son. <laughs> right over the LG dual washer and dryer I just got from my wife. <laughs> 
it was like that that TV show Weeds, but with coke. You know, and they always show that woman doing a bunch of like suburban shit, but she's also a drug dealer. Right. Which I don't believe by anyway. Um. Anyway, man. Uh. Here's another story that I think the title alone says everything about this story, but I want to read it anyway. Uh. The owner of a killer bear chokes to death on a sex toy. How you own a killer bear? Ain't that don't that shit belong in the zoo? Now see, that's a that's what a woman would ask. I think every man listening goes, "How did he choke to death on a sex toy?" Oh, that's what I want to know. Like, what happened there? <laughs> Things went I mean, horribly that's wrong. That's important too. But I'm like, bear. I mean, owning a killer bear is a manly thing. We can all attest to that. An exotic animal owner who made headlines last summer when one of his bears mauled a woman to death has died after apparently choking on a sex toy. Damn. So <laughs> like, not only, <laughs> but not only is dude own a crazy ass animal, but he's also a sexual freak who killed himself. Yeah, that's not even that does everything for itself. Like I don't know what uh, extra commentary they can make <laughs> on it. Sam Sam Mazzola, who was forty nine, was found dead in his Columbia station home on Sunday, face down on a water bed. Face down. Damn. He was bound on his bed with handcuffs, chain and padlocks. Uh, said the police uh, what was he doing? the deputy coroner uh, Mazzola had a sex toy in his throat which apparently obstructed his breathing he was also wearing a leather mask with the eyes and mouth zipped shut and a two piece metal spear covering his head uh, the coroner told the morning journal uh, was he in there by himself? how the hell he sounds like he must have had help right? yes somebody flipped no, he was, you know he was in there with Ooh. Butch Marcellus Wiley and Zed's dead. <laughs> he, was like, he, was he was in there with that damn bill. <laughs> Maybe it was that dog, man. He got that dog loose. He got some doggy style. He's a fucking serial killer dog. I'm um, those, those fetish sex death to the worst because you die and everyone knows what you were doing. Like, we have all yeah. the details and wearing a leather mask with eyes and mouth zipped shut and a two-piece metal spear covering his head. Like... All your shit is aired out, man. And most importantly, we know that he has no friends. No. Because, you know what? Even if you weren't, maybe... Like, if you were just an acquaintance, and I came in the house, and I found you tied up like that, before I called the cops, man, I would would at least, like, flip you over and take the deal out your mouth, dog. I can't let you go out like that, man. Like, we can't... I can't let... As a man, it seems like a violation of man law... To let your man go out like this, like <laughs> now, now he's fucking uh, Sam the freak, you know. Um, he was it was bad enough he owned a killer bear. <laughs> like this, is, this dude is going straight to hell, man. Uh, they, Wait, who was the dude that got? Uh, it was a was it an athlete who has a? It's Darnell Dawkins or a, a docket that plays for the Arizona Cardinals. They um, told him he couldn't keep a pet alligator in Arizona. Now. You can um, target brown and black people and and make them give up their fugitive slave papers mm-hmm. uh, walking around. You can carry a gun in Arizona, and you don't have to celebrate Martin Luther King's birthday. But you can't have a damn alligator. There is some injustice here, people. <laughs> <laughs> we should play the World Series there. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> they played the All Star game yeah. there. You know that. Um. All right, man. So anyway, that shit's embarrassing. Um. Facebook got some people in trouble at uh-huh. work because you know how work and Facebook go together hand in hand. 
Um, two dozen Dallas City Hall workers received reprimands or counseling after a recent probe showed they spent too much time on the social networking site. It's Facebook at work definitely on, on the bad idea side, said Dallas attorney Travis Crabtree, who pr- apparently doesn't have enough shit These to do. These people don't got smartphones. I guess not. Uh, you hear a lot of horror stories out there about employees posting things about how they're either playing hooky or just fiddling around while they're at the office or getting in trouble for when their bosses see it. Oh, and getting in trouble for it when their bosses see it. Um, city officials are working on the new employee guidelines for social media use. Dallas City Manager Mary Shoon or Soon says employees aren't allowed to do personal business when they're being paid by the taxpayers. I think this is just uh, the economy being fucked up. Yep, everybody's watching hard. Yeah, they're just trying to get rid of people and shit. Of course. Uh, Another quick story. Um, Somebody emailed this to us, um, and she wrote an email. We'll go in further detail on Saturday. Okay. But apparently the CIA organized fake vaccinations uh, to get Osama bin Laden's family DNA. Wow. Yeah, and then she was totally against it. She said they could be doing this to Americans. It's very covert. Um, I'm for this shit. I'm 100% for it. I, this is how the CIA should work. Like, dude, I like subterfuge. I don't like when Bush was in charge and we did everything fucking blatantly open. Like, yes, we're torturing them. Fuck them. You're like, dude, shut the fuck up. Listen, we can torture, but nobody needs to know, you know? So I, I really do. I actually am pro uh, CIA subterfuge, you know? Um, and uh, let's see. What was the other? There was another one. Oh, and this is a great story here. This might be the best story. Um, this, <laughs> this, <laughs> there was a hostage situation. Ooh. A seven-year-old boy was held at gunpoint, and a six-year-old boy was held hostage, all over a dispute over twenty dollars, uh, a service fee for a hairstyling job. Dollars? <laughs> Where they get their hair done at? The hood, obviously. Gotta I didn't think I need to go. Uh, police said thirty-nine-year-old. Okay, deal. <laughs> I say I could your help for twenty dollars. Yes. Um, police said a thirty-nine-year-old man was giving a sixteen-year-old girl a ride. That's suspect. Uh, to an apartment complex to get her hair done. He returned to the apartment to pick her up and give her a ride home. When the teen asked him for twenty dollars to pay for the pay the nineteen-year-old woman who did her hair, the man refused, and the hairstylist's boyfriend, nineteen-year-old Marquise Timms. So he's the first person they named in this article, which means he went to prison. Uh, Produced a gun, police said. And that's when Tim's pulled the 39-year-old man's 7-year-old son from his car, held the gun to him while he demanded the $20. That serious over $20? The boy's father gave the Tim's the $20, and Tim's threw the boy to the pavement, causing minor scrapes in his hands. Damn. Is it that serious? Yes, Karen. You know how much... Listen, here... Is go at a premium right now. Twenty dollars for those type of skills in this economy, you know, it's almost like bartering, man. It's like Mad Max shit here. And you know what? I'm surprised he had twenty dollars. You get on me about carrying cash. I don't carry shit on me. I'll be like credit or debit, nigga, because I don't your have kids, cash. Your kids will be kidnapped, Karen. What are you I thinking? I guess so. That's why I ain't got them. They imaginary. <laughs> the reason I was worried is because he had a gun in his hand, and that's bad. A gun on my little boy. That's bad. Uh, I don't know what's go- what was going on. So he figured out that a gun on this kid is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good look. Not a good look at all. Um, close. So yeah, so basically, man, um, that, this is how shit is getting real right now, man. Um, and I wanted to get this last article in before we uh, close out. Um, here we go. Sword fight lands 
Bemidji man in jail, 10 year old son in the hospital. Oh. Yeah. Did you just send that to me? Just send yeah. Uh, Bemidji, Minnesota, which I've never heard of this place. Me either. A day of boating on the lake ended with a man in jail and his son in the hospital after a sword fight broke out between two friends near Bemidji. That I'm shit is on Lake Minnetonka, dog. That's on uh, Lake Minnetonka. I keep thinking this is in India. I want to say, yes, here in India. <laughs> but that sounds like someone that, that would be named like that. Mark Snell, who lives on Lake Campbell, north of Bemidji, said he didn't know what to expect when his roommate Paul Whaley and Whaley's friend Lucas French, 28, woke him up early Tuesday morning. Uh-oh. I heard a big commotion. And that's when I came out and wondered what was going on. And that's when things started getting out of hand. <laughs> there was a little bit of talk about one of their girlfriends. And they were clearly drunk. This sounds like all my drunk white friend story on Monday. Wow. <laughs> Every last one. Then he was talking up. about something. I don't remember what happened. Yeah. I blacked out. I Willis said up. something. And then we went all to the bar Charlotte. All I remember was a banana and, and, and <laughs> cream. And I don't know what happened after that. Fuck it. Oh, so yeah, so it was something being said about one of their girlfriends and then the other girlfriend. It seemed maybe there was a jealousy going on. Uh, one thinking something was going on with the other and things just happened real fast. Uh, there was a gun rack on the wall in the hallway and it's got swords on it. Damn, in your house? <laughs> they don't even, this is the problem with these fucking sword owners. No. They're not I- even putting it in the right place. They didn't play put swords on a gun rack. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> yes, how you gonna have a gun rack with no guns? Yeah, are the guns in the sheet? Like where is where the <laughs> fuck is everything else? <laughs> um so so yeah, man, they um the, the, the gun the sword rack I mean the gun rack fell. And uh I guess Luke saw the sword and grabbed one of them and Paul grabbed the other one to defend himself. Oh, they fight to the death. This shit man, you think the music from Star Trek was playing and shit? That uh, was fucking kill Bill yesterday, dog. Hakatori Hansu sword. I saw Luke jam the sword down to the floor, and the oh, I'm sorry, wait. During the fight, French hit his own son, the ten year old son with the yeah, his, his own ten year old son with the sword, cutting his elbow. So Snell quickly called nine one one. Um, that's the dude who they woke up earlier in the story. Um, I saw <laughs> I, I saw Luke jam the sword down to the floor, and the first thing I could I could think of was him running the sword through Paul, and that really scared me then. So it took him a while, but he finally realized that this shit was about to get ratchet. Yes, it <laughs> And we are at a high level of ratchetness. I forgot to talk about that today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the. My mama would not want to listen to this show because I've been extremely ignorant on this month. <laughs> <laughs> we have a way of doing that to people, man. This is the ratchetness is like at a cold yellow right now. Um, <laughs> deputies were able to sort it out and get the suspect into custody safely without hurting French or having him hurt any other officers. French's son was taken to a nearby hospital to treat for his injuries and has since been released. So I guess he wasn't seriously injured this time. And this is my favorite part of, uh, you know, of the altercation or whatever. Hood App said he'd never seen anything quite like this altercation. And although the decorative swords weren't made for battle, they're still dangerous. You hear that, sword owners? <laughs> you guys know you have no fucking code. Where is your code, dude? <laughs> a man gotta have a code. 
It's like fighting with a musket. You know what I mean? Like this shit is not what we're doing in 2011. Put that fucking the the, the display sword down, man. You're hurting people. You're cutting kids. The people fighting didn't even get cut. The kid got cut. Innocent kid. <laughs> Um, there should be some sort of legislation about this shit, right? I, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm serious, it man. Should. I know a dude that is a lawyer and a, a part-time samurai. I'm trying to get him to start something, man. <laughs> shit needs to come together, dude. Um, these swords would be dangerous whether you got hit by the flat side of the blade or the sharp end. Well, damn. Yeah, uh, it was strange, but it was just a case of too much alcohol. I just felt sorry for the little boy. Now see, this dude watched his two friends come to blows with swords, cut a 10-year-old kid, and he goes, it was just a case of too much alcohol. This is the fucking problem. You gotta take this shit serious. I read something every week about these dangerous-ass swords. You know what we need? You know what? We need niggas to get a hold of swords. I never thought I would say You know what? That shit would get banned immediately. 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 For real. real. Put the guns down. Traded in their guns for swords and start walking down the projects with with swords, robbing niggas with swords. Swords would be outlawed no. tomorrow. Wait, wait, what was that? Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. That shit would be like Forrest Whitaker. What was that movie that? <laughs> the, the, la- uh, the last samurai. No, um, the ghetto ghost samurai. Dog. Ghost dog. They wouldn't care about the ghetto. You got to go for a white woman. They would definitely ban that shit immediately. A white yeah. woman or a white baby. <laughs> they would ban that shit. Would nobody be able to have one? Uh, if OJ would have used a sword, you know, it we wouldn't even have him mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. That's really that different. Cut, that cut in his hand, he would have lost the digit instead of just the cut on his hand. <laughs> and they, they would have outlawed the shit out of swords, man. I'm yeah. telling you, we we need niggas to get swords, man. I never thought I would say this. <laughs> we need black people to start trying to get a hold of them, and then white people would be and, like, okay, enough, America. And, and they... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Karen. I was just thinking about ghetto gym classes in the hood. Like now, instead of just playing dodgeball and kickball and shit, you got fencing to get your your sword game up early. Exactly, ah. man. Get some bamboo. Like we need new gangs and shit. You know, like all, all the gangs from um the Last Dragon. We need, we need all those gangs to be real and shit. Show sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, man. Well, this has been another episode of the Black Out Tips podcast. Um. Our guests today were Will Wall Street Strickland. Yep, yep. You guys got a, a, a taste of his urban diction. Yep. <laughs> his, his street philosophy, man. And, uh, you know, even though he's eloquent, he still keeps it quite hood. Yep. All the way, all the way um, well, actually, from Parts Unknown, which I'm pretty sure is a, on Uno Allen. So, <laughs> no <so> shit. He, <laughs> You like the last dragon right now? Uh, I mean, you like a uh, end of the dragon right now? You're on the yeah, secret Uno Island tournament. My little nephews be like, suddenly, Mister Strickland, I like to leave your eye. <laughs> man, you come straight out of a deck of cards, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, Dwayne Sweets Watson. Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, the other third of the All Balls Don't Bounce podcast. Yes, sir. Go to allballsdon'tbounce.com. Check these dudes out, man. Like I yes. said, intelligent. They're um, very funny. Yeah, and funny. I forgot to mention that earlier. Extremely funny. Yes, they are. Extremely intelligent. And they're taking a look at sports from a, a spectrum that you normally don't get it from, you know? Yes. We just hope the other third party, uh, mm-hmm. Morgan, Pippin Campbell, yes. don't feel left out since we interviewed the stars of the show. 
Yeah. Oh, Karen, you're so raw. Hey, you boy, we've been on this show so many times. We've been on this show so many times. We were like, when we going to get the blue suit? You know, we just <laughs> 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 Morgan know I love him. I'm just messing. It you was know, like, y'all was saying y'all was LeBron and D-Wade now. Come well, on. I'm just saying like the way we got separated. Like we didn't have all three of us on it. So he was doing his interviews by himself like Chris Bosh. And we came and did the LeBron and Dwayne. So I was just wondering which one we were. That was always just a question, a query. Nothing more. I can't I can't wait to have Morgan back now. Yes. Because he's gonna hear this shit. I wanna see what he says. <laughs> oh he'll hear about it tonight. He's not gonna wait for the episode to come out. Yeah, and um of course this episode was sponsored by the movie that they're filming in Charlotte August 1st by Shadow Dog Productions called Dirt Cheap Therapy and uh, they're all looking for actors, they're looking for talent uh, make sure you hit up the link, make sure you email them shadowdogproductions at gmail.com um, you can be in a movie you can use that shit and not pornography, a real movie that you can show to people yes, keep your your clothes on. Yeah, you can be proud of you won't have six dudes sitting in the dorm room watching it together <laughs> um, make sure you guys are going to the website theblackouttips.com do all this good stuff you're supposed to do there with donations and uh, make sure you join in our uh, Facebook group uh, leave us five star reviews on iTunes we're going to read those I've already read a couple uh, I think one of them might be our best review ever so that's she's, yeah setting the bar pretty high for Saturday morning um, Potomatic look us up Stitcher Radio you know the deal uh, make us your favorite. Call the show, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. And email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. And we are on Google Plus, guys. Yeah, and also, uh, Will and uh, Dwayne, you guys are both on Twitter, too, right? Yeah, we try to keep up with you, but, you know, you, you set the bar so high. I know. Damn. I can't. I, you know what? I, I think I'm down to a four-tweeter limit. Hey, it's not a movement, man. It's a mentality when it comes to Twitter, man. You gotta attack that medium. Yeah. Cause I'm not famous. This all I got, dog. Like I, I just gotta work harder than people that got more than me. You know what I'm saying? This is my outlet, so I'm, I'm working that shit as hard as I can. Um, and plus it keeps me from going insane. But Will is, uh, you can find him at uh, ABDB Media, which is that where you can actually contact the entire po- uh, crew of the podcast. Okay. Uh, that's how I get in contact with Will anyway. And uh, you can also uh, follow my man Sweets Watson at Sweets Watson on uh, Twitter. And uh, you know, make sure you guys follow him, man. And uh, keep up on, on their podcast. It's really good stuff. Well, we want to thank, uh, on behalf of the squad, we want to thank uh, Rod and Karen for having us on the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. And if you don't know, I, those who are listening, you should already know. It is definitely a, a wild ride on this show. I had a good time. <laughs> no doubt, man. Well, till next time. Love you. You too. Mwah. It seems like they all want me to fail, but I'm not going back, not going back, baby. Please tell me you don't want me to fail, cause I'm not going back, not going back. I could have been a tragedy, that's why these fake niggas who call me pussy are mad at me. Cause they ain't have the smarts or the heart Ain't you read the fucking book, things fall apart I was never gonna stay the same 
All I ever really wanted was to change the game Spent the year kicking ass and taking names Try to tell it to your heart, Taylor Dane Mama told me I was special when them test scores came in Calling me the new Will Smith, that's Jaden Calling me a faggot when I'm rapping, that's hating I need to slow down, what the fuck is y'all saying? Step inside the party, y'all niggas is mood killers My lifestyle's simple, live easy and Bruce Willis I'm the boss, Michael Scott, y'all bitches is just fillers Set the world on fire, your motherfuckers is chilling What is this? That's why these fucking MCs want their asses back Don't you know that I'm a rapist? Ask a trap Whiskey sipping, wanna drink the whole bottle But these smart middle class black kids need a role model Fucking hate me, that's what I'm used to Suck a dick, we the shit, Metamucil Goddamn man, there's gotta be a better way to build Popping all these drugs so I can stay awake Like I'm just seeing this bitch, I'm so excited There's a party at the top, you ain't invited But it's lame and all the bitches is fake You think about your old girl and how breaking up's a mistake Black dudes assume I'm closeted or kinda gay White people confused like girl ugly and gabaret I am Donald, it's a full-time job These niggas want me to fail so they can write me off It seems like they all want me to fail But I'm not going back Not going back, baby Please tell me you don't want me to fail Cause I'm not going back Not going back Girls love my dick, they're cockroaches Jewish girls eat my meat, it's not kosher Relax, black chick, I think that I have offended thee Got nothing against the sisters, I just don't think they're into me I am not a thug, aka what they pretend to be I am just myself, aka my worst enemy Yeah, bitch, cut the swag with a fucking knife I come hard like my life, keep a pussy tight It's cool, though, it's all good You wanna do, keep it real, and stay hood I'm sorry, babe, but I act mean I don't act black Whatever that be, I'm just happy these girls seem into me now Yeah, they're looking for some in and out animal style With this lettuce, cheese, bread, making sandwiches That's why you niggas fail like all of your parents' marriages Ran into Rashida Jones, told me that she heard my song When I called her mix like the crowd at my last show She said to write something nice on the next track But she cute, so I wrote her ass a whole rap Then I threw that shit away, it felt dumb Believe me, it was bad, we're better off, you're welcome I worked hard on that song like day and night that whole song made this one verse crazy, right? I guess it all goes somewhere, you know that? Like that bullshit you talked before cul-de-sac I didn't know we had it in them Couldn't see me as Spider-Man, but now I'm spitting venom Now you paying attention, pick your fucking face up When I wanna be a superhero, I just wake up Renaissance man with a Hollywood buzz I refuse to go back to not liking who I was Because...